This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. That little screen in front of you, it's not just for playing little ping pong games, okay? It's a cockpit on a jet fighter that's pointed at a place called the Information Superhighway. So if you're a cyber nut like me, strap yourself in, hang on tight, and uh, try not to wet yourself. <laughs> that's my little intro. That's my little cyber intro for today's podcast, the podcast that I the Cyber Gate. Uh, I'm Scott Gardner, um, <laughs> Cyber Scott Gardner, uh, joined by uh, Mike. I don't know how to do this fast enough. Uh, I'll just put all those inside. Mike, Mike Cyber. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mainframe mainframe Cyber. Mike Carlson. Great, great. Mainframe Mike Carlson and uh, uh, Jason Super Highwayed. And uh, why not? <laughs> yeah. I was um, going to say jacked in Jason Sharp. Oh, that's, that's good. Jacked in, yeah. J- jacked in Jason. Well, that's the attitude. That's the grit. That is and the, the grime attitude. That this, <laughs> this special has that we're, we're talking about today. Um, it seems very likely like one that you have not heard of, uh, but we're excited to talk about it it's called cybermania 94 the ultimate gamer awards and uh it is just it is a wonderful two-hour mess of cyberpunk and hack <laughs> hacker culture and that information super highway shit and cd-roms and the future is here and the future is now and the craziest graphics and the most camera moves you've ever seen this mm-hmm. this, this special is something this is a real time capsule will of a very specific type of 90s it's a mass this is a masterpiece hell yeah I think. i'm so glad you feel the same way <laughs> yeah as i kept saying today i watched honestly this morning i kept saying there's a little treat for me around every turn yes yeah there's a new fun thing from all the different things that i like or i'm intrigued by mm-hmm. all of a sudden it hits you as an old old actor that show suddenly <laughs> appears or his picture appears there's a younger actor there's all of a sudden there's just some like completely head scratching like little documentary in the middle of it about uh, uh hackers <laughs> and you go what is this 
<laughs> it's just like every like because because you know these things tend to like anytime we've done like a some one-off award show or whatever you're like ah, there's some funny stuff in there and we they like can it drag. And it's great, but they, they can drag they certainly drag and you try to like find the highlights there was just one i already don't remember this this thing we're talking about today filmed at universal studios hollywood so you get your your yes. shots so you get your overhead helicopter shots all that stuff that i like anything that was shot at universal hollywood in the 90s but we just watched one that started so strong i, f- I forget what it was called even it was like some uh, olympics that included every kid from every show of that era wow. all the tgifs and all the nickelodeons uh, um and at like the it fox whatever so we're like oh we are amped on this thing and then it just got a little boring like of course it's exciting when they're playing games on the the miami vice stunt show set but yeah. after the fourth round of the same thing you kind of know all the tricks up this thing's sleeve right this we didn't finish it we didn't fit this thing i gotta wait yes around every turn they keep spicing up this is an innovative award show it's, entertaining at all times yeah you're right it doesn't have one thing that it does oh it's just funny that it drags an old actor out we haven't seen no it does 10 it's got 10 moves if it's yeah. a ride i talk about moments it or types of moments it has 20 types of moments an old person using technology terms wrong or clearly they're using the term and they don't know what they're talking about this happens regularly but that's not all it's so much more yeah Uh uh-huh yeah an impersonator of a famous woman gets burnt in the face why what (laughs) right off the bat (laughs) you don't expect that i didn't when this thing came on i didn't think that would happen no you know i uh when you first told us this uh i i think within 15 seconds Seconds of you saying it, I went in. I think when you told us right. the hosts, I was like, I'm on board. And yeah. I was like, I, and then you kept talking about it. And, and I think at the time, I was like, oh, I don't, I think we're on board. I don't think he has to sell it to. And then I realized, good, good. looking back, I'm like, I think you were just so excited, but didn't want to spoil any of this because there's some stuff where I was like, not in a million years would I have expected. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these appearances by people who would be bigger, people who were big at the time, people who continue to be big. There's no way to predict. Like, if you're watching the MTV Movie Awards from the same year, you maybe know who you're getting. You know who was in big movies at the time or who was gettable or on right. MTV a lot. This thing, there's no way to predict. If you put a gun to my head at every... Every like before every yeah. presenter announcement and said name a thousand names, I would probably <laughs> not guess some of who's coming. I almost think that if you've made it this far here, go watch this. If you like watching, yeah, this type of weird and old nostalgia type entertainment of something you never saw before, actually watch the whole thing before listening to us yes this one's good this is i don't think this is one where we're like rescuing the fun moments as we said it, it doesn't really drag it is really good it's on youtube the, the user is learned to counter uh, um easy to find and I, I i totally agree so then this can be kind of a kind of a talk along right. uh, i absolutely agree go finish it aaron felt that aaron was devouring this thing we could not wait to well, i'm so glad we have more of this special left I we wanted a- to drag it out all week <laughs> yeah 17 17- I- 
notes I want. It's like 17 <laughs> bullet points in addition to clips. I know I have so oh. many clips. I have so many I bullet points because I just same. kept writing down anything I was having a reaction to and then I had to start formatting it because I'm like, if I, I have to break this up or I'm going to forget. Yeah, I know. It's okay, We're all coming in with the same yeah, energy. Yeah. It's a in. pile. It's confusing, but just like the special itself. It, it We should clarify. It is two hours in the YouTube video. That includes the very good period appropriate 1994 commercials yes because they commercials of the time they're all related this is all about like a lot of it is video games so there will be awards given to games that you know or grew up with unless you're younger than people that i okay unless you're a certain age and then you don't know any of it but uh uh, you know it's it's relatively accessible i think and the game the ads are for big games of the arab too they're all playing or or just about Mm -hmm. computers or about movies uh stemming from video game franchises which i forgot about i somehow never saw that movie me neither i kind of want to do it i yeah i want to yeah, I've never seen either. Yeah, that is that is intriguing to me. Because I love those. I spent hours on those video games. Yeah. Um, in that case, we we just spoil that one. That is Double Dragon, the, yeah, the movie Scott Wolf. with Scott Wolf, <laughs> and directed by a guy who directed most of the big Phil Collins music videos. Oh my god! Yes, uh, um, I, the, all the credits were great. He directed Dennis Miller's stand up specials. It's an insane body of work. I, did, I forgot his name. By the way, if we haven't helped this up. You said Dennis Miller, and I'm just like, Dennis Miller comes up in this fucking thing. Like, yeah. there's so many people who come it, up in this thing. Like, I was saying before we started, I, I watched some of it yesterday, and then I was going to bed, and I saw I had watched 90 minutes, and there were still 30 left. And that was a negative thing. I was just like, I can't believe there's more. Like, it just kind of pummels you yes, with, like, you're exhausted in a good way. Things. Like, at the end yeah. of the theme park day. Well, let, let me now attribute all of this excitement uh, to one of our listeners, one of our patrons, Robert Denby, who um, alerted us to this, I don't think even in a pitching an episode way. I don't think that was the intent. Yeah. It was r- related, honestly, to Charles Fleischer, who appears in this, and we'll get to that uh, when it's his time. But we just talked about Charles Fleischer and the weirdness of Charles Fleischer when talking about another great special, the Disneyland 35th anniversary. Um, and thank you, Robert, for the, the the paragraph explaining everything that was to come. And and I it just like the the phrase. Cybermania 94 just jumped out at me and like, huh? Uh, uh, okay, that needs to be meditated on a little more. Uh, um, and within the, just just to say some of what Robert said, um, and I'll let him introduce the, the, really the, the first big notable stars who call to you. Um, there's an amazing attempt at a video game award show called Cybermania 94, hosted by Leslie Nielsen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What? Did AI create this for me to watch? That is exactly, that is something that we said. Like, by the time a, a certain band who we talk about all the time appeared out of nowhere, yeah. Aaron and I said, I'm worried that we fell into an AI trap. Yeah. And that th- it is being live created for right. us. Um, and we especially started thinking that when an award was accepted and two names were said by whoever was accepting the award. And Aaron said, I know know those names my parents know those people they were people like in the periphery of, of warner brothers they were like media executives at the time and they were thanked in a speech and aaron 
uh, texted her mom and said, do you know these people? And one of them, she said, yes, this guy, really nice guy. Why are you asking? Is it because that person died last week? Huh? Ah! What? Somebody that Aaron has never mentioned or or like once wow. maybe has like and this person passed away last week. What do you mean? That made that got me freaked out. That like, is that, freaky, maybe yeah. we are. And look, Robert, thank you for this your, and your suggestion. Unless you are an AI creation who's trying to snare us in some kind of AI trap. I don't oh. think so. I trust you. You're a second gate subscriber. So I trust you. Or it's but, like it's like we are living in a simulation and the simulation realizes that we've kind of like we're getting towards the end of youtube crap that we haven't seen yeah and it's like we gotta start just creating stuff for because they're gonna lose to us continue. we'll stop yeah. watching we're almost out we've yeah. almost f- fully uh this keg is tapped right. or so we think until something like cybermania comes this up. is a Man. trick by the google corporation a giant net is going to come over this garage and get us <laughs> shit shit well this Cyber is the kind net. of like cyber paranoia the that much the of the special uh, warns about and that is the tone of a lot of the the games of this era um but uh let, let me uh, we'll, we'll get back to leslie and jtt um but another thing robert said cybermania 94 is a great time because it's trying to be a serious celebration of video games when a lot of people thought fmv was the future but it has kids choice awards sensibilities and bizarre interstitials to keep the audience's attention including a guy in a balloon suit who just wanders around stage while leslie nielsen is talking i, I yeah that's He's, a great description why for- does that happen i've now that i've watched it i don't have any further understanding of why it happens no i because i was watching on my computer and i was like oh is there like a famous person maybe and i looked and i was like i don't think so no and once his balloon is popped i didn't further recognize the balloon man no yeah there are famous people later that do a little bit famous to me and Jason, yeah. I assume they would be. Uh, yeah, not Very to me. Excited. But again, that's I a late period. Believe that the bit. third quarter, fourth quarter. Oh my god, <laughs> they keep them coming. I got a clip from the last sentence yeah, that's said in this thing. Uh, it, it never stops. So thank you again, Robert. Uh, um, and and Robert mentioned something called FMV, and I have to admit ignorance on this. I didn't know what FMV was. Uh, a phrase also used by my friend Tyler, who I sent this to, was a big CD-ROM guy who as he was watching this he's like i know every single mm. game that is being played wow. so he was excited about it but i had to I, I i'm a dummy i wasn't paying attention in this era i feel like i missed the I, boy i wish i knew the cd-rom era better but fmv is full motion video and so while some of these are more typical uh, ga- games you know like street fighter and mortal Kombat, there's also a lot of games that you've never heard of because the cd-rom era ended not too long after this i guess just general kind of internet world superseded that and the cd-rom boom uh, went bust but full motion video is like if it is interactive but there is also there are also videos usually very small in very oh, yes. tiny very boxes small that and move just, the game forward if i am remembering correctly it moves very choppy like it, it mm-hmm. looks a little it's very a thing that'll come up later. It's very Revolution X, big time. Yes. You know? Well, and also like if you if, if you guys ever have you made gifs, have you like gone mm-hmm. in some GIF creator program? It's yeah. when you're like uh, trying to make the file small and you have to limit colors. They, yeah. they kind of oh, right. end up looking like this. Like a lot, you can tell there is not the full wide range of color information that a usual video would have. I find the aesthetic very charming, and I love seeing a big pile of that stuff here. Yeah, I do too. 
too. And I remember at the time being very, uh, like, every people, this would get people, like, if uh, I was at a friend's house or, or they were at mine or it'd be in stores and we're like, wow, look, a little movie on the computer. Uh, yeah, through, like, the 90s, I think the idea was, like, okay, this is the future of, like, video games and entertainment, which I guess is sort of, like, a way to do VR, which is just shooting it it's not graphics it's just actual video yeah because like the sky we talked about the scotty pippen sega cd game which had a lot of like in like actual shot footage of scotty pippen right and uh i played a game called star trek borg which was just an episode of star trek voyager essentially but then you would click on parts of the screen to decide what you were going to do oh so like good it was kind i mean it was kind of cool because it had john delancey who plays q and he was like being like snarky toward you and then he'd ask you to do something or ask you what you wanted to do and you click around oftentimes i didn't know what i should be doing but it was still kind of cool to play like it did kind of live up to the idea of you're like in the game but ultimately i don't think ultimately it wasn't so satisfying for like versus a video game yeah it was an interesting time because like even watching this you can see people like what is a CD-ROM? Like, what? How can, far can we push this? Should we try this? Should we try? Should we try more of these FMV videos, or should we try more like gameplay? Gameplay? Yeah, they're figuring it out, and, and it's also a pretty crucial juncture. One that I don't think I was fully aware happened, which is as with any big media trend, when when do you pull the trigger and get celebrities in on this? Mm. When do you start using recognizable actors? And that's what happens here. That's what's happening here. And I don't know how long it lasted for, but it really flashed me to how like it's really it's just like every flash in the pan thing there's always the like and it's it's gonna be the next big thing you'll see oh you'll see everybody's getting in on it whether it's yeah. when all the celebrities start doing podcasts and then yes, uh, yeah. and then abandon the field to die right. or uh, NFT no it's all about NFTs and then by the end of the year it's not even close to all about NFT like I there, we've, we've lived through so many of the quibbies it's all about it's gonna be all about quibbies yeah. uh, uh, all about uh, videos you watch in the bank line and it just just reminds you, like, boy, it's. I guess it's been this way for a long time. There's always an insane boom, and then the technology is left standing, and it just sort of becomes integrated in much more, yeah, kind of somewhat reasonable way, friendly, yeah, and like all of the things that are specifically for this media kind of fade away and die. You, you sort of feel yeah. it happen. Like I don't, I don't think we're. I think things will be happening with VR and Oculus and all that. But like, I just remember a lot of people I knew took general meetings at some like we're no, we're doing interactive comedy videos for the Oculus. <laughs> remember all those, everybody? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm sure you're all still in stitches at your. Uh, I don't <laughs> even know if they got made though. And we're all rewatching them. For oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Dev, of course, with all these things. Well, and as with your relatedly, aesthetically, and, and of, of the era, like Disney Quest, you know, of course you're going back. You're definitely doing it again, yeah. of course. Um, I, I think, well, w- yeah, we have seen a lot of these, as you said, NFTs, VR, all of this. We're seeing AI right now. Uh, which uh, is now become clear. It kind of sucks. It, it pretty much sucks. And there's a big article, I think, just this week, a giant article of the sheer amount of human labor that goes into, quote-unquote, training these VR systems. Oh, okay. AR, you, or, or, or AI? AI, AI yeah. yeah so. Was there an article about, like, AI school, essentially? I feel like I saw it, but didn't read it. I think it's... 
uh, it's a thing where it's like being farmed out to other countries. And it's like, this computer isn't learning. Humans are doing massive amounts of data entry. Yeah. To try and like get the gist of something. But I'm sure those humans doing the data entry are being fairly compensated and treated well. Oh, yeah. Pennies on the dollar. That's a nice phrase, right? <laughs> People say that in a complimentary way. People love a penny. It's lucky. Yeah. Uh, we just, I mean, we ju- I'm sure we've all seen the AI secret invasion credits, which is like, oh, this looks like talk shit <laughs> like this looks so always does. ugly and yeah. it's like this is ai is a new this so you're right i haven't yeah. thought about that and it's the crazy thing on that is that marvel has published countless comics called secret invasion pages and pages of art that they could have just pulled from and it's just like Oh, no, you got this weird goo art. Abstract muck. Yeah. Well, to be fair, look, I, from, to my eyes, the Marvel films have always celebrated weird goo. <laughs> that's, what every, that's what every one of them is to me. It's but you're right, been... this is even worse looking goo than usual. This is even worse. And it's always funny when Disney, a company that's so like hyper focused on their image and their family friend, and they're like, they just step in it. Or it's just like, you are missing the motion of the, you're missing the ball so hard on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's almost a relief to see this. Yeah. In this AI era that suddenly that doesn't feel like uh, you were not talking about AI all the time two months ago and it now it is like just all that we i i hope that this is a a flash in the pan and look i i will admit i don't like any of it and we're fighting against it with the writer's strike right now but uh would i like a fully ai generated award show absolutely yeah i would if only they would do something if only there was something as fun and aesthetically bizarre as cybermania 94 yeah there's not there's 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 a couple I don't want to be in. Not, I'm not going to be like, I love AI or anything, but there are some Twitter accounts that make like fake AI eighties movies. And mm-hmm. I go, have you seen these? Not those. No, I go, Oh, this looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're stills. I mean, they're stills, but they don't look, they don't look as gooey as what, what we're talking about with the secret <laughs> invasion. Um, but yeah, there's select, select ways that AI will just be in our lives within the next decade. If we can have it around a little bit, but kind of like supervised by mm-hmm. smart people, sure. then that's, yeah. that's how we should be doing if it. You can make uh, online bill pay like a little less annoying. Like if you could just automate this, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want AI paying my bills, but I don't either, but I'm just like, well, what if it's working to pay, earn the money and pay your bills? Oh, sure. Then maybe like the get, what do they call that? The games where like, and you earn, you earn money when you play this, this <laughs> mobile game. Oh yeah. I don't know. What are the, well, yeah, I know what you're saying. I've seen those before, but I'm going to, I'm trying to find this AI just to see. They're called, they're called sure things is what they're called. <laughs> the <laughs> ticket, best investment to, you can make. My <laughs> ticket to the top is what I like to call them now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, all right. This this show, uh, November 5th, 1994, a magical day, a magical evening. Uh, this is put together by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, which I guess is a real thing. It is still a real thing. I think they do a different award show now. They did not keep doing the manias. Apparently, there was a Cybermania 95, but it was broadcast online exclusively uh, and it received much less numbers than... It, uh, I remind you of it. Is this not kind of like, oh, do the streaming movies 
not make us mm-hmm. the same amount of money or get the same amount well, of eyeballs now as I the movies in theaters. 290 million people watched Red Notice? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, that and Spencer Confidential. Definitely. I saw that on the list. Uh-huh. I know we've all been talking about Spencer Confidential. Let's all just think about our favorite moment and star from Spencer Confidential, a movie that we definitely know the existence of. <laughs> I mean, Robert, uh, just the name, Robert Culp's got to be in that, too. <laughs> yeah, he might be. What is it? Oh, my God. It has... Uh, well, Spencer is Mark Wahlberg, and it has Post Malone as someone named Squeeb. <laughs> also some, that feels very CD-ROM to me. It feels like the name, the kind of generic title that feels like a movie but is a little bit off, and somebody with a weird, uh, uh, you know, bleep bloop kind of name. Yeah. Uh, they might have stolen it. This might, it might have been a CD-ROM in development, and Walter yeah. stole it. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, so, uh, this thing, um, I mean, if I was, uh, skeptical at all, my skepticism went away when I saw the first shot of the award show, which is the devil <laughs> It starts with the devil uh-huh. who like forms out of flame and you're like, Oh, this is where we're starting. Yeah. This isn't some boring shot of the Dorothy Chandler pavilion. Mm-mm. You're kicking it off with the devil. And then you're, and then immediately a title that says, uh, the gate to the mind's eye. Yes. Yes. I love those mind's eye compilation. These compilations of insane, uh, at the time, cutting edge now a weird old uh, cgi and then you just watch mind's eye stuff you watch a a digital knight flying through a <laughs> flying through a tunnel and he's like a, he's like kind of a floaty mermaid creature but the back half of his body are like uh chrome whisking tongs they're spinning yeah. around it's the weirdest whoa all right we're off to the races here i love it mm-hmm. it's still the future to me it's still real to me. I know. Yes, I, I'm still. I'm waiting. I like. I, I want the early '90s future. And I, who who could object to it? Why I, would you? I am surprised of all the apps I use on my phone. No one has like tried like you know a reminders app or a t- uh, notes app or something that involves you soaring over a digital city. <laughs> You get to do that. It's like a big journey just to like punch in dentist four o'clock. Yeah, milk, eggs, bread. (laughs) There was a whole, everything I think starts out in a like, oh, we're going to do it in a fun way. And then it ends up just in like a very functional way, which is how most, like there was a program called Microsoft Bob in like 1996 or 70. You guys know what I'm talking about? No. Microsoft Bob was something that came with our computer and it was like an animated like living room and there was a little dog i think in the room i could be wrong but there was like a there was like icon like cute icons and stuff and the idea was that you were going to like put your schedule in and you log on to microsoft bob and maybe put like a cd in a drive and log in click go into the, like the living room and then like you oh, would I like have all your this. stuff i'm we- i'm misremembering some parts of it but that the basic gist of it was this like cute little way to organize your life we had something like because my family we we were like all right we're gonna get a home computer we're gonna commit to it you have to be very careful with this you got to be very respectful with this um uh my brother did do something to it that made it crash uh and eventually they got it working again um but it ran i believe it was windows 3.1 so right before windows 95 and it had a like very it had a different kind of home screen that you could toggle between different icons or a house 
Like each, you would go through a house and each room would have like games, software, you know? Digital Mm -hmm. houses. Yeah. So this is what I'm showing you guys right now. You would go to this door and it would be like a knocker and there would be a little dog in the corner (laughs) and that was your dog. So that's your living room. And then, you know, you'd go to your letter writer. You could write a letter inside the program. Checks. Your digital checkbook. Your financial guide. You could go to an internet, like an explorer, a different, um, yeah, well, you'd have a calendar, you'd have a clock, and it would all be... A fireplace. You'd You'd warm yourself at the digital fireplace. And you could, like, customize, I think, the room a little, a little bit. This dog's giving you tips and hints. Yes. So this was all like, okay, we're going to make all of this sort of functional stuff fun, and you're going to go into your little digital room. But, of course... After a few years, people were like, this is a lot of work to... Yeah, she wanted to just yeah. go straight to, to, my the, calendar. to the calendar. By the way, your brother, did he break the computer by creating the babe of his dreams within the digital <laughs> realm and then putting on his helmet and then like getting getting all the cyber way with her and then the computer burst into steam and smoke? No, I think he just typed something in DOS. Uh, <laughs> MS DOS. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, no, un- unfortunately, no. No cyber babes. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so intro has happened, and then we enter the stage, and it's at Universal Hollywood. It's in the Conan the Barbarian stage, mm-hmm. uh, much like Horror Hall of Fame, and they use it. Uh, it's it's like most of that stage is just so kept intact. So, so there's great. big like stone snakes, and there's lasers, and there's big chuggy rock music mm-hmm. and we welcome our hosts leslie nielsen and jonathan taylor thomas uh but like both in tuxes i like that that it's all this like but then the still just tuxedos for everybody right and it's also the, the oldest man that's the a oldest youngest, man. youngest actor yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. i guess walter matthau and jack lemon are still alive but he's you know he's yeah. in his yeah, 70s yeah, yeah. at this hard point picture of matthau hosting this yeah but yeah but the biggest movie Star, the biggest old movie star and one of the biggest young movies these are movie stars they really sure. they got relevant this yeah. is the year of the Lion King Naked Gun still right in the rear view yeah um, I it's it, I think it's great hosts love the hosts yeah. um, them together is very funny the classic comedy duo mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's any particular chemistry but I do like watching them together anti-chemistry <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they got along sure yeah, yeah. I, they do a good job individually like it makes sense yes you JTT know? is so slick he is he the is most so slick. together charming kid his tux looks cool he's got this kind of like sour Southwest tie cut. Yeah, I'm talking about how I gotta I gotta wear a tux finally at a wedding soon. I might go in and say, "Hey, <laughs> give me the JTT." JT. <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders, no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
price. Go to your happy price, price line. JTT, I will say this, has so much inherent charisma. And we yeah. haven't talked a ton about JTT. I will say if you were just listening to his delivery, he does have sort of like a bad early 90s kid delivery as sure. far as things. It's so funny now because now I feel like any kid actor has to be able to enunciate perfectly. They're like these Disney Channel star kids. They sound like adults. Like, There's none of that weird, yeah. like, uh, uh, like a, that's as charming as a kid can be. Right. Now you're just, you got to be right at, right to it. You have to be just as good as an adult at delivering comedy and pausing yeah. and knowing what to do. But yeah, JTT, I was like, oh yeah, I can see JTT's charisma here, but he sounds like a kid doing an award show. It makes me miss thing. that, though. It yeah. makes me miss the, the kid charisma ceiling. We yes. used to allow this, and I think we drive kids crazier, making them go above the ceiling. Of course, because they have to like be adults or much earlier. Yeah, yeah, too much. Well, they're also they're like also kids are just on YouTube and like yeah. extremely popular on YouTube when they're six in certain mm-hmm. cases or younger, probably. Yeah, yeah, um, they get very polished at a very specific type of delivery. Yeah, some of it, some of it's okay, and some of them are pretty good. Yeah, then, a lot of them are good, and then some of them. Do transition to like actual act like I. Uh, well, they were already actually acting, probably. But like Timothy Chalamet wasn't one of his big things was reviewing like Xbox game controller oh, maybe. mods. Maybe really? I don't know. Channel still like up? That. Yeah, can we look I at bet that? You can find you know, it. Much old Chalamet. Wow. <sighs> sure. Hmm. What is this? Like Tim? Um, it's Timo three, and then yeah. it's the two E's, but they're backward. They're threes. <laughs> I would love it when he was. I didn't know he was a content creator. I didn't know that either. Wow. Just like us. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Well, if there's hope for him starting really young and really handsome. Then there's hope for us. Yeah, we're a couple years now. Younger than he is when he started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the okay, the and then uh, and now to boot up Cybermania '94, a very special guest. Please welcome the First Lady of the United States. <laughs> and then a Hail of the Chief plays, and then a a Hillary Clinton lookalike comes out, and she tries to hit a button. On a computer, on a big desktop computer that will start Cybermania. But Leslie notices that it is not plugged in. And I'm loving this because this is some classic naked gun. Yes. Imper- you can yeah. tell us exactly what they're going. Like, it was always impersonators of the big public figures. Right. Love this. Live on a stage at Universal Studios. Love mm-hmm. it. So he plugs in a wire. And you can't really tell what's wrong with it in particular. But maybe it's a surge. There's too much power all at once. Because yeah. after a kind of an odd delay, then there's a big experience. Explosion that's kind of clunky and seems to just actually hurt the lady playing yeah. the first lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and very she... just like it's it's kind of uh, alarming, I would say, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a not funny way. And she real quickly turns around and smears like grease paint on her face <laughs> yes. puff, to puff, like puff. get the cartoon bomb yeah. effect. Yes, yeah. I do like. I like that. Since everybody's fine, I'm allowed to like it. But it is. <laughs> but the way, just how how big it is and how close it is to her. For a minute, you're like, is this just the? Was this a bunch of people who hate Hillary? Is this just like we're gonna? What if we burnt up Hillary on the stage? I mean, I guess that's what they were going for. I don't know if they hated her at the time, but uh, certainly they felt like she was a a funny celebrity to hurt yes yeah yeah, but yeah. She, i guess she's only mildly hurt um cartoonishly yeah, yeah. wiley coyote style yeah yeah. yeah yeah yes this is later the venue for the bill and ted 
a topical show where, where you could see it going mm-hmm. further where i don't know what would it have been like that well you know that she gets like caught in a sharknado yeah that's better yeah, yeah or yeah, like yeah. and um, then some sharks went down on her leslie nielsen <laughs> swings his arms too wide and he's holding a club the car safety feature and he like smacks her off the stage with a club oh, oh. that's a good one yeah, yeah. oh they should have yeah if they'd somehow if the plugging in didn't work and then the backup was the clapper but the clapper oh, is too, clapper's too real powerful. good mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what uh, if uh uh angelina jolie came out and she stuck her leg out from the oscar dress and tripped her <laughs> How about that? The famous leg. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you that, does, see, that is inaccurate what they what Bill and Ted would have done. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, oh, and then we do get a very good, then then things kind of taper off and Lizzie Nielsen says, I sure hope she has health insurance. <laughs> Hello. And, we, uh-huh. and then you, and then they introduce the show and there's so much smoke from that gag that you mm-hmm. can't quite see them and they can't quite see the screen. Um, and, what you get here is really you know what what, why this is such a great use of leslie nielsen is now we've you know he's becoming a little too aware like an ai who's learned too much by the end of by naked gun 3 we've gotten progressively broader every time and i still like naked gun 3 but you know there's a little bit of a taper off in in how much they work because he's he he starts to think I'm funny, and yeah. he, and which is making silly faces and and being a little too broad. And then once he's out of the Zucker realm, and we're doing Spy Hard and wrongfully accused, we're way off the the map. Yeah. It's not working anymore. But here we've put Leslie Nielsen right back where he belongs, which is reading a bunch of stuff he doesn't really understand. <laughs> yes, yeah. So he's funny again. Yes, and he tried like he he kind of like smiles and laughs sometimes at the awkwardness too. But yes, he is completely out of his depth here in regards to the all the subject matter that he's talking about. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna play a clip that um, refers to something we'll we'll loop back to. I hope but just as, as an example of that, yeah. this is uh, I hope it's the one I have. One of, this is one of Leslie's uh, introductions. Viva Las Vegas! Mm-hmm. The city of Las Vegas is now shedding its cable or rather its gambling image for one of computer gaming. From two-bit hoods to gigabyte hard drives, from colorful sociopathic characters like Bugsy Siegel to colorful sociopathic characters like Goro the Monster. Ralphie. <laughs> All right. Yep. That's yeah. the one I okay. have. Uh, Goro the Monster. Goro the Monster. Gigabytes. Hard uh, drives. Dead of gigabytes. <laughs> Changing it's from cable to for gam- gamble gambling <laughs> to I mean it is it's and we've just done Naked Gun 3 where the Oscars get mucked up because he's doing everything and he's Phil Donahue and he can't read the teleprompter like it's that live on stage it's great right yeah. and he's trying to get the words right yeah yeah absolutely. Work. <laughs> also I like that they oh Sergio Parath the character is like Bugsy Siegel I think Bugsy Siegel had been dead for a good good 40 or 50 years at that point well yeah he's a classic reference <laughs> yeah that was what I'm saying he's saying now I, that used to be Bugsy Siegel now it's Goro the monster Goro the monster Goro the, Goro monster. the monster is as iconic was as iconic then as Spencer Confidential is today <laughs> so the Spencer Confidential yeah. of it's there do you know what Goro the monster is Goro is from Mortal Kombat <laughs> 
Oh, he's the four. Have you seen oh, the movie Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's not a Las Vegas thing. That's them saying that now that there's gaming in Vegas. That now that we don't think of Bugsy, we think of Goro. Yeah. Have you ever seen the first Mortal Kombat? Uh, no. That feels like you should see that too. The movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think you should see it. Sure. I think you would like it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's got Christopher Lambert just doing this voice the whole time, and he's got a funny <laughs> wig on, and Goro is the bad guy. There's Shang Tsung and Goro, and I only know really OG Mortal Kombat stuff, yeah. but Goro has four arms or six arms? I forget. I forget. He's got yeah. four or six arms, and he is a puppet. He's a giant puppet. So wow. like it kind of doesn't work and you they clearly have to work the fight like around his limitations. So Johnny Cage who's like the cool actor guy fights Goro and it, it's gross. He's Goro is gross. Goro's hideous. <laughs> Ooh boy. But yeah. I think you would really I think you there's there would be stuff in there you would like. Well, maybe uh, I got a double feature with Double Dragon, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's really as if good. I can, as if I can watch two movies <laughs> yeah, right. in a row and he might have lost yeah, that ability possible. with parenting. Uh, I, that, Mortal Kombat brings up a good point, which is a hell of a year for video games. But the ones that I don't know about you, but I would say are like foundational games that people still go back to or get on other platforms. Stuff that's mentioned like Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, Doom. Those don't sweep these awards. (laughs) Yeah, true. And yeah, big ones are up for these. Like the big ones that are nominated are, yeah, still feel like they they loom really large. And yet, yeah, it's a lot of... A lot of more obscure ones. That's definitely true. Mortal Kombat. There's about a hundred Mortal Kombat. A new Mortal Kombat. Like one is announced where it's like almost a prequel. I think to the whole Mortal Kombat. Okay. So that yeah, the lasting power of some of these things is pretty crazy for them. Yeah. Not the, to the big ones are the the best game award nominees are are Doom, NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, Super Street Fighter Two, and Mist. Mm-hmm. And Mist was obviously very of its era, but it's like, but we all know it. I feel like that's yeah. like the the one. I, yeah. I didn't play a lot of these, but I remember. I don't. I couldn't tell you one detail about it, but I remember the vibe. Mm-hmm. I remember getting very lost in it, uh, and that sort of like that. Th- I don't know that that, that what that CD ROM feeling of just like wandering and there's objects yeah. and uh, and yeah. mist. It was the the mist was good <laughs> and it gave you texture. It gave you mystery. Yeah, yeah. I think. I have it on my laptop. I, you can buy oh. it in the Apple App Store. Oh, really? For like five sure. bucks or something. You can buy it for like a tenth of the price or something. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Um, well, um, I mean, what this whole thing is about is really just introducing you to opening you up to that it's it's not just games you know there there's there's so much that uh the consoles can do and computers can do and a lot of this is conveyed with an extremely inexplicable piece uh hosted by by a poor man's dennis leary (laughs) i say that but with both the guy in mind and also the style i mean every interstitial video piece in this thing it is like it is the camera is always zooming the camera is always shaking yeah it is always dutching there it's that thing where it flips around and then there's a color tint on the other side and there's a sound effect for everything sometimes it's like a hanna-barbera and then like stock footage will illustrate something an old bomb going off it's the most this is such a celebration of hyperactive editing yeah and i almost feel like this is the like sometimes you see parodies of it uh, and then you watch something old and you go oh i can see it's maybe not as extreme as i remember it not this whole special this whole special 
is like so aggressively that style of 90s in your face. Yeah. Like this is the most 90s thing I can recall watching in a way. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. so relentlessly 90s. And, but not in that really specific. It's it's like dark, grimy 90s. It's yes. Sometimes you can. There's this like if you were doing, you know, 90s night on the cruise ship, you might be like a more neon say by the bell thing. Right. But I remember a lot of this. I definitely remember a yeah. lot of like the Internet is coming. Computers are coming and it's scary and it's like olive right. green and we're zooming in and out and we're not just filming a person we're filming a, a the monitor with a feed of the person and we're zooming in and out mm-hmm. of that we're like it's it's about media and multimedia man <laughs> yeah, yeah. staring sitting in a comp usa staring at like a display computer that is just you're not going to be able to do with this but the display computer is just playing a loop okay you're not going to be able to touch that mouth like that will do nothing it's just <laughs> set to play this loop of zooming over a digital city. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to cost thousands of dollars for you to get anywhere near this. But but buckle it cuz it's coming. Buckle it is up. coming. Saying so, if you're not you know you can't afford it right now, but when it when it is here if you're not ready, you're fucking you're dead. dead. You're We're gone. We're going to kill you. <laughs> you don't understand this advertising. You will be ordered into Comp USA <laughs> and you will be put into some kind of machine and you will We're- be sliced to bits. It's another thing where it's like we're trying to sell you on the idea of like what the internet will do, what can do in video games, uh, what future video games you'll play. And it's like, by the way, they're going to kill you. <laughs> You're fucked. Do you understand that? The internet's coming and we will d- dismember you. You don't know. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, and I, how any of this was supposed to, if really what needs the like hurl it needs to be gotten over is your parents buying a computer. Cybermania 94 <laughs> is not going to help. No. It's going to no. keep them scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Uh, the, this, the first PSA really is a couple things. One, it seems like it's about to tell you not to huff paint. <laughs> like and you don't want to huff paint that'll damage your brain like uh the other thing is it's got this insecurity like video games and comic books they, they have never shaken this where they're still doing like and we're not just for kids anymore you know and yeah it's, yeah it's there's just, a lot of pr going on during this award show they view this as the yeah. big like public coming out yes. for our industry so we got a lot to explain Yes, and I think, yeah, with video games, like, video games still, video games, pro wrestling, there's all these different things that are still thought of as, like, porno in a way, when, like, especially video games is, like, way more successful than movies and TV. Billions of of dollars. The amount of money and the amount of, like, different things, like, rules, union stuff that should now be implemented for the video game industry. Yeah. Like, from people who actually program stuff to the voice talent and writers and stuff. I hear that there's some video games that have actually been played more than people have watched Spencer Confidential. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Seems impossible. Like, that doesn't add up in my Mm, head, but it doesn't sound right, but I guess. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Um, Here's some of this this Leary-esque man. There's a whole universe of interactive media available today that'll let you do anything from learning French to piloting a starship. We, the people of this show, must try Spark Bones, please. 
Is it Shatner? Yeah, great. A stellar Shatner. Oh, perfect. We've all heard him talk. That is exactly yeah. how he talks. Yes. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> did he dub that part? Yeah. Um, th- that, that also, that's all like a black and white and with a blue tint and then a boxing ring. And that pe- uh, that tone you just heard, listener, imagine that for five straight minutes. So That is such yeah. a long piece. At some point, there's a reference to how like, you know, it used to be that, you know, you'd do it for, you'd play, pop uh, play video game console for or arcade game for 25 cents a pop and then two pieces of toast come out of a toaster and 25 cents is burnt into the toast what is this a shoot had to be done for that that's just one little part they had to get the little kitchen corner and the toaster and that's just one of 500 cutaways in this entire thing this is so you compare this to an episode of comedians and cars getting coffee and you know you can see the straight line from how we got there with the, all those inserts of the coffee being made. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is obviously like they started in a more aggressive place. Now it's in a very calming now place it's to calm you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I, <laughs> the, these cutaways are like as they feel as related as the the, <laughs> the, the, the coffee yeah, yeah, that Jerry yeah. uh, and friends aren't drinking. Of course. Um, uh, uh stars start to appear well can i say uh, do we did they put this impression in on purpose because oh yeah of, i don't know i don't know because bill shatner william shatner is doing the voiceover on this special when he announces categories that is a part i didn't want to tell you guys i wanted you to learn that uh to experience that on your own i got so excited when yeah. i heard the man he's never voice. really and now he's uncredited never to- it's just a subtle thing that it's shatner yeah. reading a bunch of copy a little like one sentence explainers of video games and he sounds angrier and angrier oh, as this goes on a re- lot of the on stage the presenters the get feel like they have contempt in their voice <laughs> for they, it's do, like, they don't understand it and you get your gigabytes and mo- modems like you know they they didn't get prepped at all like you know no, can we just do a little is. of william shatner announcing the best portable yes. uh, nominees <laughs> yes. please because this is just oh great so i love this there's a, a couple great things about this can we hear that best portable are Aladdin. Join one of Disney's most popular characters on a breathtaking journey through fire, sand, and air. <laughs> Wario Land. <laughs> Super Mario Land 3. Wario. Super Mario. A whole new world to explore, and he's charging by the hour. <laughs> no life to this. <laughs> He's charging by the hour. Is this the one where he does... Uh, hold on, let me see if he gets... I'll skip to... Uh, he, he announces then ha- uh, Home Alone, and then he says the wrong name for... No. Don't, you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah. no, 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 play it. Uh. Game Boy Donkey Kong. He announces this game as Game Boy Donkey Kong. Game Boy Donkey Kong. That is not the name of the game. But it's probably how it was, li- it was listed, but nobody corrected him. Just snip that out. There's uh, a number of times where the reading of the nominees and the text on screen do not match. Yes. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, he is just, he sounds madder as them they, can, they go along. There's one where you can feel the very, like, the, like, annoyingness of the copywriting. Like, he has the right energy for some of it. Like, the the line he says in that one is, he's big, he's mean, and he eats bananas. 
Nuff said. <laughs> they made him say Nuff. You got an esteemed actor, made him say Nuff. I feel like I've t- I've talked to someone who has directed, I've talked to a couple of people who've directed him, and can you imagine that he is somewhat of a difficult... Well, have you heard of the outtakes? Uh, Oh wait! What is that? The for? famous outtakes. Oh, yes. I, uh, I think it's a documentary of some kind. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's incredible. I mean, he's just. I think he's a guy who doesn't suffer fools and just wants to do his thing and not be noted. And he is very aware that there is a thing that you want out of him. And the thing is this, I do Shatner do that shit thing that is not real. Uh, yeah. so, he, so he has to deal with directors who probably won't look him in the eye because they grew up watching him and like, um, could you, there's, there's that thing where your voice kind of goes up and down and you are yeah. uh, a little <laughs> stilted, oh, stilted. Am I, is that what you want me? to be that's what the outtake is the guy is tries to know I've him i've seen it but i don't remember guys should I, maybe i'll just i'll play it and i'll cut it if it's if it doesn't go because i don't have this like a perfectly queued up but yeah yeah it's so it's so wonderful yeah uh uh, uh with me in- okay i'll cut this this is william shatner and i would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century so take the next few minutes and listen very closely you'll be amazed at what you hear Okay. Um, can there be a little more uh, excitement in the beginning? Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's so scary. Uh, it sounded like really laid, you know, really super laid back. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying, uh, okay, I'll, I'll try and do that. Let's do take two. <laughs> this is William Shatner and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century so take the next few minutes and listen very closely um, well uh, speak up uh, uh, and, and maybe you better do it do it the way you hear it Tell, do it for me no I mean just don't give him a read don't give him a read uh, he's asking him though Shatner. he's trapped he's doing it he's doing it I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century so take the next few minutes and listen very closely you'll be amazed at what you hear is that the way you'd like me to do it okay ready this is william shatner and i would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century so take the next few minutes and listen very closely you'll be amazed at what you hear Okay, I think that came pretty close. (laughs) This is the scariest shit. No, no, I was, I believe that you asked that was about the way you did it. I wasn't jesting. God, this isn't worth it. Move on. No, 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 I I, I insist. Now, what I want you to do is on, was that satisfactory to you? No, because if your mouth were open, you'd have popped some pills in them. So, do the next paragraph for me, uh, page two. Well, I, I don't know. I, I really don't want to, because I think you actually have a better, much better feeling. No, I don't think I do. I would like to hear you read the second paragraph, so I can do it that way. You know, I really, you know, now that I looked at the different things you did, I really like the first one. But... No, I like it better the way you did. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Really, Please read play All right. so I can get I, what you want. <laughs> That's uh yeah, I think that's his thing. He like tries to 
he tries to snare you. Yeah. He be like he presents a little like a pit for you to fall in. Yes. I think I heard a story where he like did an entire session with a Scottish accent to see <laughs> as like a test uh-huh. to see like will this person stand up to me and tell me not to do a Scottish accent. If he's a man, he will. Everyone hates him. <laughs> the original Star Trek cast. Walter Koenig, a couple days ago, uh, who played Chekhov on the original Star Trek, tweeted about how he liked William Shatner's performance on Boston Legal. But the first part of the tweet said, Bill Shatner is not a friend. <laughs> ah, but geez, he had to say that. He had to say he it. Could I guess. not say it. Yeah. So um, here's. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. think he's right to behave that way, but. Those first two takes he did were pretty good. I know, yes. I feel like oh, that, that shows you why not to, to give the line reading. He's a pro. Oh, yeah. that is why did he, why did that guy fall in that trap? Uh, here's, this is my favorite uh, thing he says in this show. Return to Zork. <laughs> Your world is falling apart and everyone is counting on you to solve yeah, very good. and save the underground. <laughs> Return to Zork. Return to Zork. Return to Zork. Just Shatner saying Wario. Yes. I'm like, this is worth the whole special. Yeah. I didn't know that William Shatner's ever said Wario before. <laughs> and he said Mario. He's one of the guys that say Mar- Mario Brothers. He says Wario, but then Mario. Yeah. Um, so that, that you, you, you can tell, you can get, sense him getting testy as it goes on and probably like, we already did a return to Zork. Well, no, this mm-hmm. is for the graphics. We're honoring the graphics. Oh, very well. Well, let's do another Zork then. <laughs> you can really see. Oh, I wish they had the outtakes of that. Zork gets a couple nominations. <laughs> Yeah, Zork was looming large. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to figure out what was up with Zork. It has Robin Lively and Jason Hervey from The Wonder Years. Of course, okay. yeah. Um, oh, oh, wait, and I forgot. I totally forgot. I have a clip of uh, Zork. This is a part of Return to Zork where you um, you enter a building that is labeled Old Mill, and then this happens. Who are you? Don't matter. Want some rye? Of course you do. Um, you, you're given the opportunity to accept a, some rye whiskey from a, a hillbilly yeah, in fun, a digital you know? room. This, in this clip, the person just keeps accepting rye over and over. <laughs> so it's just, want some rye? Of course you do. Want gotta, some rye? So that's something that happens in can Return we get, to Zork. Can we get Return to Zork on Steam? I got to see. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Where they um, could download it on Switch, my Switch. Is there a return to return to Zork? Um, some other things. They, they Some of the bigger presenters uh, of that particular award, Matthew Perry and the next Karate Kid, Hilary Swank. Yes. Soon to be Oscar yeah. winner. Really funny. Um, another thing about this award show that is unique, the winners are read off of Newton. The yes. Newton. The I, Newton. I freaked out when I, someone, I didn't realize it at first. And then someone said it, and I was like, oh my god, that is a Newton. These weird little, these, it's like an early, it's an early Apple device, mm. and it has like a lid that has to be lifted. Yeah. Yeah. And then once Charles Fleischer gets up there, he, he uh, ruins the whole thing and says <laughs> that the screens don't work, and it's just written on tape. <laughs> so um, it's just an good. unnecessary product tie-in that doesn't work. And they kept it in. Yeah, yeah, they did. Which is every funny. bit of I th- well, I think I think at some point this was a live broadcast because there's too many screw ups, yeah, and they true. say taped in an earlier time, which means that it aired live somewhere once, right? And then, but there's too many weird lags for it not to be live. Otherwise, they'd, they'd cut it. Um, uh, the Newton, uh, there was a bunch of generations of it, but it was like Apple's uh, answer to the Palm Pilot. Yeah, you know. Um, 
I was reading on the Newton uh, Wikipedia and came across this one, which has come up recently. In the 1995 Under Siege 2 Dark Territory, the main character, Casey Ryback, Steven Seagal, of course, connects an Apple Newton PDA to the telephone network of the hijacked train on which the film is set and sends a fax to his workplace, which is then forwarded to Admiral Bates, Ryback's contact at the Pentagon. Wow. Wow. The uh, iconic film, an iconic character, even more than Spencer, used a Newton on film. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, this was a big era for the Newton. Big TV placement, big film placement, mm-hmm. uh, held by Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, it was quite a time to be a Newton. Um, this is also, it's a big... Um, it's a big night for a bunch of people you've never heard of because, I mean, I understand this is going to be like game developers and mm-hmm. software people, but they all kind of come up and are mostly not ID'd and they don't say who yeah, they are or what Why they are they to the game. Names up there? I don't know. Or like do that little accepting for Doom. Otherwise, it's Doom and you go, hell yeah, I can picture Doom, blood, Doom is cool. And then just some guy gets up, yeah, doesn't they, explain why he's important to Doom, just talks, isn't interesting. <laughs> I guess it's almost like, did somebody just literally go, well, should we put their names up? And somebody goes, no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, that's the, what else would be the explanation? I don't well, know. Every they, other award show has a, a, a Tyron. Yeah, yeah, Tyron saying something. Yeah, yeah. They had already sent Shatner home for the day, and they're like, oh, shit, we forgot to have him read the names of the nominees. <laughs> and he's already mad it was a cold lunch and not a hot lunch. <laughs> 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 hey, can we give you a call if we need? No, no, you can't. No, don't even finish the sentence. That's, don't that's call me for anything. Get, when you just provide a club sandwich, that's what you get. <laughs> I, uh, I'm in. I've mentioned many times. I'm in many, many different Facebook groups where I lurk, and I forget which one, which Star Trek based one it is, where all these people were talking about going months ago to meet Shatner at a con. And you could see the fear, or you could read the fear in everyone, because they were like, you know what? He wasn't so bad. Like every every uh, comment, where people were terrified to pay two hundred fifty dollars and walk by him and take a photo and say something. You know, like, he actually was nice. He asked me what my name was. Like all these comments were so sad because of the reputation he's got for being such a pain in the ass. The best he gets is actually. It actually was pretty good. Actually, he, he said he, he looked me in the eye. <laughs> He did basic human pleasantry. Wow, yeah. Okay. Um, the I played earlier this Viva Las Vegas, but the aftermath of that is something that happens a couple of times in this special. It is. It becomes clear that we are not just watching one outpost of Cybermania mm. at Universal City. We it, Cybermania has spread across the nation, <laughs> and our first stop is Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and specifically uh, to uh, somewhere called Virtual Land um, at the Luxor. Wait, let me remember where this. Okay, this is him. This is uh, you have the intro. Further a, intro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's here if. if uh, tell me if I don't have what you have, but uh, uh, this is some just some JTT that taking you somewhere. Now, first up is a brand new virtual land Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, where Sean Alex Thompson, star of the new series The News, is standing by with some avid gamers. Pause. Pause. Hi, we're here. Okay. <laughs> Virtual Land at the world-famous Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, 
whereas the name implies it's virtually a land filled with every conceivable interactive and video game known to man. But we're all presently glued to the TV, or a lot of us anyway, watching what? Yeah, no, no cue needed there. Behind me are a lot of uh, a lot of cyber cyber punks, I guess you'd call them. Who have yeah, idea. yeah, you definitely know. You definitely call them that. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of cyber cyber punks, and they, th- this is there's all these correspondents who do these pieces from different arcades. None of whom the the kids do not really give them the time of day. Mm. They don't know what it is. They they are they're ex, they especially in this case they all just stay with their backs turned playing the games. Don't acknowledge the, that they're on television or the television host behind them. There's old square bothering them where it's like I am almost done. That stop. <laughs> I've almost beat Goro. Thirty seven. <laughs> I'm at Goro. Get off Goro my the back. monster. I got Goro. Goro the monster's here. I'm defeating him. Fuck off, turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> These guys probably thirty six. Whoever that guy interviewing yes, the kids, yeah, yeah. yeah, could not know less of what he's talking about. He could not have more disdain for this job. Oh, he really hates it. Right yeah. after that, he makes a joke about um, this. This kid's playing NBA Jam. Well, probably next up is going to be NHL Jelly. I bet uh, probably, and there's no response to that. It gets what it deserves. That that joke. Um, by the way, he's from a series called The News, as JTT says. That apparently was a syndicated sketch show filmed at Universal Florida in this era, right then. Wow! And uh, that that show aired nightly. That was a nightly sketch Whoa. series. Is that available? Uh, there are some clips with the worst audio you've mm. ever heard. A couple of people have preserved it because Who's Line cast member Brad Sherwood is oh, on it. Oh wow! Okay. Um, uh, but otherwise, I don't think this is a particularly well received wow. show. Now hold we, on a that's second. That's the news with a Z, I should say, by the way, if you're and, looking it up. And he is at the very new Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas. He is not yeah. at Universal Florida, but there is a segment from Universal Florida later. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because well, Cybermania is, yeah, they gotta go to the East Coast. It's spread over there. I think most of the arcades uh, shown in the special closed. I don't think many of them made it back. Yeah. This, this particular one, Luxor, uh, Virtual Land of Luxor, closed in, in 98. Uh, uh um, oh, also, I forgot. There's also that one of the kids who barely turns around to acknowledge him says, "Now, all right, now, what does that do? Do what? What'd you just do there? That uh, I think this is about NBA Jam. Uh, what does that little pl- plus up you did do?" And the guy just says, "Like, uh, it makes you it makes you have special people." <laughs> and he just has to move on from what is that? I have no idea what that means. Um, you know, it's uh, we've talked about this before. Where you watch Mask Singer, and it's like. That feels like AI generated in a lot of way too, because it's been edited to death yeah. to the point of just like nothing feels real at all. Yeah, things have been cut and sweetened, and the Disney specials like that and stuff like the recent yeah, Disney nowhere. specials. Yeah. Uh, and then this thing is the complete opposite. You'd think they want to prep a kid maybe for one or two of the interviews. Yeah, really. Just like have a couple on hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be we producer. talk to them. They know what they're going to say. The local news does that. Yeah. The local news gets a person and then they cut and they ask or, or it's a pre-take. Like, it's yeah. weird that that would be the case. They would just, ah, we'll wing it. The one, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the one from Universal Florida, I think the because the um, presenter or the man on the street person, I don't even know what to call them. The correspondent 
is uh, uh, relatively young and like a pretty lady and just knows like, all right, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Like she just keeps are you it talking moving. Andy Carvalis, Jason? I, yeah. In I Orlando? Re- I don't remember who that, well, the one in Paramus, <laughs> New Jersey. Something else? I don't know. I, just, oh, okay. I wrote down their throw, the throw to her. Like we go live to Andy Carvalis in Orlando, Florida for this report from the Nam- Namco Cybertainment Coney, Coney Island, Island Arcade. Arcade. <laughs> what a mealy mouth thing. Yeah. That's so crazy. Namco she Cybertainment. Also, most, she mostly gets lucky with the charisma of her kids but then there's this kid in a shirt that says jesus freak yeah 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 and oh, he, cool. she says who do you think's gonna win tonight and he says me <laughs> she says no what video game you think is gonna win <laughs> and he doesn't know what to say to that and she has to keep asking a couple times yeah that's a good segment though i think that's a much much better segment than than the other one. Yeah, he, a, yeah, yeah. She she gets more uh, a out of the better kids. segment, but the first like jump, like what did they say? I had to go back. Was the Paramus, New Jersey? We now cut to Will Arnett. You know <laughs> he what said it? I, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I was just gonna say Jason Andy Carvalis. It sounds like Jason has a little crush on Andy Carvalis. <laughs> that's all I. Uh, that's all I want to say. Well, it, you know, I just think she did a good job because she was not a tight water in a turtleneck or a very overwhelmed no, no, Will. Arnett, that seems like he's about to be absorbed in a crowd. I wasn't <laughs> saying you were being bad. I'm just saying. Sorry, you got a crush on 1994 Andy Carvalis. Peak Andy Carvalis. We're here live in Paramus, New Jersey. I'm Will Arnett, and we're one of the biggest arcades in America, and also one of the loudest sports world here in Paramus, New Jersey. Has also closed. A little unruly here. Now. Who's going to win for best game tonight? <laughs> I feel like it's, it, is, it feels talking. like Arnett before he developed the character, before he figured out that, like, oh, if I'm just this guy yelling, that's funny. Yeah. I just, he just is this right now. Well, it's, it's so much angrier than, like, you know, eventually he would settle on this, and this is the guy, like, kind of more delivery and they say ah, we're here in <laughs> like he's got this like much deeper like bass aggressive bass sort of in his voice that I don't like, know what he was then was he he's just a hosty guy i get i was shocked because yeah i was like i really he was not on my radar before arrested development at all i've seen yeah. him uh doing a live report from woodstock 94 that's, okay that's the okay. other early will arnett i've seen he's in i think a couple episodes of the sopranos Oh, I think he's an FBI oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, he's like what twenty four here. He's really young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, got that bronze. He's he's looking yeah. bronze as ever. Sure. He also then there's this thing that they make all of these arcade correspondents do, which is they give them exclusive tips that you're only yeah. going to see here. Uh, so be sure to remember this from this live broadcast. Write this down, assuming that you own the game. So let's let's put these correspondents into <laughs> loud rooms with uncooperative operative children and make them say big mealy mouthed game tips and that's what this <laughs> arnett part is use the standing heart punch that always gets silly lee now secondly to finish the shadow master you have to use the standing hard kick you know the shadow master can't fight the standing hard kick and third to finish the ice pick you got to use the crouching medium punch I, I don't know this is better than the standing hard kick the crouching medium punch gets him every time and that's all i can tell you about tips on on uh, double dragon five <laughs> and then they start rebelling oh. again rawr, rawr, rawr. we've been quiet for too long rawr. <laughs> the kids are about to kill me and eat me alive <laughs> i'll be i gotta go 
Dump him they, in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> they they did the kids did successfully eat much of his bronze skin and, and <laughs> what we see now in Will Arnett well, that was reconstructive. That's all been added coconut. since this Coke. this deadly day. Tasted like coconut oil. <laughs> Delicious. That's what helped them. That's yeah. what helped them swallow it. They wouldn't have gone through it so fast otherwise. Yeah. But this is so funny too because I think JTT gives a, a like a cheat code tip at some point during yes. the thing <laughs> live on stand of the yeah. theater. <laughs> but that is at least not that I think that's a good idea in the way they did it, but at least that's a simpler way. Here, Will Arnett is like telling you an elaborate way to like beat a boss in a game, <laughs> and it is not easy to convey because at least you could say, "Oh, it's you know the famous Konami code: up, up, left, up, up, down, up, down, down, left, down. right, left, right, uh, A B B A B A start, B A B A start, whatever." I that there, that sort of yeah. in Nintendo land in the old days, that that's would be a, a catchy, code, you know. Yes, yeah, but like a little cheat code makes sense. But this is just like, and then you're gonna the the, the medium punch. <laughs> you're gonna use a medium punch because he can't deflect against it. And make sure that you're you're crouching before you hit him with that punch. So if like, you're a kid, you're like, I got to get a piece of paper. You don't have a DVR. No one's taping this. Oh, my man screamed a tip at me. <laughs> Everyone was screaming, but the loudest screamer screamed a tip at me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a run through of Mario three, the first level for you. Okay, go, make sure you're writing this you down. Get on that, that second level of boxes, not the. It's not one of the. No, I'm not talking about clouds. Those are those are yeah. clouds, not boxes. Get the t- I know they have faces but they're actually there's more i call them clouds get the tanuki suit what is that the tanuki looks kind of like a raccoon but it's not it's, it's not a tanuki. raccoon it's tanuki and that's on the third question block like this is just not the venue yeah not the venue to be doing this also a questionable tip because like double dragon especially the earlier ones there was only like three or four attacks you could do like <laughs> oh, that so? i feel like if the ones don't work out you just try the other one yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, insane thing to make people do on live uh, television. The the thing where you mentioned where JTT, um, uh, he as part of why he gives a tip is that it, it it's kind of covering for Leslie to get back into the theater yeah. because there's this sketch. And if you're craving theme park content, this is the theme parkiest thing that happens that Leslie Nielsen's doing like a segue and then a loud car alarm goes off and like, Oh, what's that? I think that's mine. I better go. And he, why he does a big long walk backstage. And then he finds Doc Brown leaning oh, on yeah. a DeLorean theme park. Mm-hmm. Doc Brown, off brand, yeah, Doc Brown. Brown. Another thing with that that we didn't know existed. And uh, he says, "Hey, get off of that! That's my that's my car. You're gonna scuff it." And then, but and then he hears gunshots and leaves mm-hmm. that. So the car is that's the end of the car bit. That no more of that. Really, what it's all been about is to get him into the arena of the Wild 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 West stunt show, a rare Universal thing we haven't covered yet um and he leslie while naked guns sound like music plays he does all of the bits you can do at that stunt mm-hmm. show so which is pretty much just he's firing a gun at cowboys to trigger their stunts yeah all the yeah the t- fall big fall fall mm-hmm. the, the falling Buster into Keaton the trick hole yeah the front falling yes. which i like to see him do uh, seeing yeah. leslie nielsen a physical comedy master do that so that's cool um what does it have to do with video games you might ask i, yeah, I don't know <laughs> don't know uh but you know it's also nice to not get lectured for a minute that's to just true. like watch something without dialogue that's true. Yeah. this is a dialogue heavy thing for sure i also want to point out that off-brand doc brown does not speak 
No. I'm assuming they would have to pay him more if he said a line. That's, that's got to be a pay yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, big time. It's just very funny to see a silent Doc Brown. <laughs> yes, famously man of few words. Yeah. Uh, with a chill energy, Doc Brown. So then he finishes that, and then JTT says, Now there's a guy who really knows how to get into the battle mode. By the way, here's a tip if you're playing Mortal Kombat 2 on Super Nintendo. <laughs> and then just does a big tip. <laughs> um, I so that all that, there's a big I do like seeing 90s Universal preserved by that a little preserved mm-hmm. like that. Um, I I skipped past something that is okay. So um, JTT introduces somebody named Jeff Liebowitz who comes out on stage. He's a real guy from the Academy that is putting this together, and then he does backstage bits. And his biggest backstage bit is that. Uh, well, it revolves around Sim City, another big mm-hmm. iconic game of the era and uh, up through today. And there are two computers with Sim City backstage. <laughs> this is this special really won my heart at yeah. this point. There's going to be a Sim City duel that happens, and the duel is between a real mayor of a city, not a Sim City, <laughs> but a real mayor of a, of a real city, uh, the mayor of Santa Barbara, Hal Conklin. And, th- and then, and uh, going up against him, the smartest kid in America, Michael Kearney. So, Michael, no further explanation. What does that mean? What do you mean the smartest kid in America? By what metric? Smartest kid in America? I guess that's a heavy thing to download really fast and then just move into a, into a skit. But that's him. I looked him up. Apparently, he... Uh, had a college degree at 10 years old he was the youngest college graduate of all time Mm. yeah that's who we're talking to there um and he does a bit about how he wants to be a game show host and really why do you want to do that well the models are pretty pretty (laughs) okay um i uh, found out that this kid actually did get his after this got his wish of auditioning to be a game show host and they ran a test game show and what they found is the contestants did not like when a kid was smarter than them <laughs> yeah so the show was never made oh he did go bad. on to win money on a number of game shows oh he became a contestant yeah he became a contestant uh the funniest bit of his wikipedia entry in 2018 he was working for an improv theater group in nashville that's what he used his brain on yeah no smart person should ever veer into the improv comedy path he was homeschooled and then he got degrees of very young ages and i just think it's very impressive again like an ai or like he grew it in a lab Somehow they find a way to make improvisers more socially maladjusted. I think it's just really impressive. Mm. Wow. Um, the uh, by the way, the rules of this contest. This is this is this big Sim City duel, and whoever wins will be the mayor of Santa Barbara for the day. <laughs> so if the mayor wins, he gets to stay the mayor but the smartest kid in america is going to help him out for the day but if the kid wins he's the mayor he becomes the mayor of santa barbara that's not fair the mayor should have become uh his parents son for the day oh yeah they should switch they should freaky friday it yeah or or not maybe not switch just like he becomes his brother for the day oh yeah that's good yeah Yeah. it's to wear big clothes and a backwards cap yeah and he gets cooked his mom or dad or cook for him and mm-hmm. tucked in 
I feel like at some point he usurps the the brother's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, sure. She's mine now. She's mine now. We are in love. Um, (laughs) I proposed. I feel like uh, was it uh, Mr. Leibowitz? Is that uh, Paul Leibowitz? Is that the guy's name? Is doing the back? Jeff Leibowitz. I believe. I feel like at one point he said like, and if the mayor wins, he gets this kid's services for the day. And I was like, what? Services. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. cook for you yeah. it is some people in this special have a lot of charisma and then the people who don't have charisma really don't have charisma yeah yeah it definitely shows yeah backstage jeff is not the most charismatic he has a pretty awkward moment later one question i had my, my friend tyler when i sent this to him was like when i know when i explained this bit he was like how do you like one-on-one play somebody at sim city it's a very good question. Because <laughs> this is not exactly a versus game. Yeah. No, it's a long game where you build a city. And I guess you could say like, oh, I guess you could put a time limit on it and see who makes, whose city like makes the most money, I guess. Yeah. It's not as fun as like, we're going to play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, not really. But I guess they're using what these people are. Oh, they, they, they really wanted to shame the Santa Barbara mayor. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll see we'll see how good this is probably the, the guy the producer like lived in santa barbara and there was some like zoning ruling <laughs> that he didn't like so then he had to take off his lawn yeah He's like, all right i'll get him mm. hey i got an award show coming up in three months yeah. mayor, put this guy to the ultimate test plus mayor of santa barbara is like a part-time job come on it's surfing really most doing? of the time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's partying with the college kids um <laughs> so it's probably easy. Probably easy. Yeah. Sim City, you got to deal with like an earthquake and yeah, like there's a, a lot. A Godzilla of shows up. Yeah, that's what I remember. I remember playing a Sim City where Godzilla comes. I love mm. that. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's a Sim City with all the like cut scenes. <laughs> Because there was an original Sin City that was just, I think, a top-down look. But I feel like there was enhanced Sin City oh. with, like, the FMV. Oh, kind of, really? they yeah, they showed some clips of that. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Stressed-out fire chief or something. Mm-hmm. Um, around this time, we moved to um, why Robert alerted us to this, which is another appearance of Charles Fleischer. Mm. And we we posed the question in the 35th anniversary, what is up with this guy? Why do we not see that much Charles Fleischer? And this further answers the question. We needn't dwell on this for too long, mm. but uh, I believe every word he says is done in a problematic voice. <laughs> yeah, and he's got that like compulsive need to keep changing his voice yes which is an interesting thing i don't know if there's a name for it in the like what's the uh, psychology DSM. Called? dsm thank you maybe five called, uh, yeah four or five anoyophilia <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think yeah i think it's combined of like oh i think he maybe can't talk in his normal voice and every voice he chooses is a problem <laughs> yeah his yes yeah, so because the main like certainly he veers into a couple of specific accents that are very not cool but even the bass that he talks in i'm wondering the whole uh, like, you know i this yeah, is kind of not oh. good right no isn't it is he sort of doing it's weird because did like is he stealing because look robin williams we like and a lot of stuff but robin williams also has sometimes depending on what mode he was in 
the was voices, Mr. Switch I, yeah, Mr. The voices are the voices. hardest thing. I say even at the time they were. I don't want to pretend I was ahead of these things, but the the voices were not my favorite thing about Robin Williams for quite a while. No, and the switching voices very fast, and it would be yes, it would be a different look. I'll take him doing Reagan or uh, cartoon characters sure. or whatever. But we know we know the voices that were we know the definitely go tos for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was doing them at UCB in twenty ten. Yeah. <laughs> 2011 <laughs> he had those voices so there is a compulsive yeah so anyway we don't have to dwell uh no we don't i i also remember like so you get a sense of because he gets a lot of time they give him a lot of time because he was of course a star in this world at the time yes him having been shunned by the feature film world why he took his talents elsewhere to the gaming world we of course know that he had just created the new cd-rom the universe according to virgil reality <laughs> <laughs> which was like a like a living encyclopedia where he's like uh-huh. a German professor. That's what he was doing at the time. Uh, I watched some clips of that and uh, gained nothing particularly to talk about. Uh, um, I he also I I remembered another thing that's a clue of what. <laughs> Okay, if we're annoyed just watching his voices, we're forgetting a big thing about him. Obviously, he's Roger Rabbit. Have you guys ever seen any of those clips that are behind the scenes of Roger Rabbit that show how he was there in the Roger Rabbit suit? He was on set. Oh, I don't think he didn't really need to be. Yeah, he was on. He was there. Oh, wow. (laughs) But like blocking those scenes or just like trying to be a part of it or like bring it to life in the physical space. And maybe that was a helpful guide for Zemeckis on some level. But then there's these clips you could find of Bob Hoskins going like, and then you got Charlie Fleischer and he's around (laughs) and he's doing the voices and he's yelling, going amok. Oh, it's Charlie Fleischer. Yeah, he's quite a quite a fella. <laughs> like you, the, you're oh, just God. dripping with hostility. Like where oh, no. Bob Hoskins like looking like he hasn't slept in days. Yeah, yeah. Hard shit, Fleischer. <laughs> Uh, wow! Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. Look, those that you can, you get a sense of uh, yes, that maybe the chemistry between yeah, <laughs> um, uh, old Roger and Eddie was not <laughs> as much as it is between the characters. Right, right. Um, so a bunch of Charles Fleischer business, and Charles Fleischer presents what to me is. The, the the key category which mm-hmm. is the comedy game yeah. category this is an <laughs> onslaught i have heard of a little of this but not yeah, all yeah. these things are insane uh the first one up is called i'm your man and it's yeah. a, it's an interactive movie this was a thing for a little bit i've been obsessed for a little while with something called mr payback there was a, mm-hmm. an interactive movie about a guy who got revenge on people this is from bob gale of uh, speaking of zemeckis bob gale of uh, Back to the Future fame Christopher Lloyd is in it and you can watch these great trailers of the entire audience laughing and bobbing around and swinging their joysticks everywhere we're making the movie and meanwhile in reality this thing was so badly received it was Siskel and Ebert's worst movie of the year <laughs> so I think I'm Your Man is from the same world but this one is written by Michael Ian Black and Ben Grant Wow, and they're in it too and A. Whitney Brown 
informative yeah. in the big picture, my friends. An inexplicable old SNL. Yeah. Uh, Joe Jackson did the music. That Joe Jackson, 70s singer-songwriter. They were really... That's a, that's a big recurring thing of a lot. I feel like this is like... 70s musicians are like, I'm in. Yes. Because you get Thomas Dolby later in this. Like, CD-ROM is definitely a world where, like, ooh, we can explore. And we'll get to big ones uh, a little later. Um I'm going to go in order of insanity. Yeah, we have yeah. to end with the craziest one. Um, there's a, a Bugs Bunny one where mm-hmm. the, one of the most mad Shatner is in the whole thing. Where he has this copy for this one is just Waskily Wabbit runs amok. <laughs> and you, boy, you can like, can we get a second on that one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Not in our life. Um, and then there's a game made by Comedy Central called Dating and Mating. Hmm. <laughs> Which is, I, I think I was writing. I missed the Comedy Central note, but like I had ooh. to look that one up. They, I was not in the. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because it's stand-up clips. Yeah, and the copy of the game build it as like you're the club, uh, whatever promoter, owner, wh- whatever. So you're someone at a club, and you pick who goes up there and does their bits about dating and mating. <laughs> so like it has clips from Richard Lewis and Mark Curry and Adam Sandler. Hey and. Ellen Cleghorn. Uh, so you program, you choose your own set of wacky '90s dating stand. This sounds so dreadful. I know. I guess. Yeah. I guess they're just trying stuff out. I guess they're trying stuff out. They don't know what it is yet, so they're they're. But it got figuring it out. It got nominated. It so got I nominated. Can't. We got on the board. It got so, on the board. Yeah, you got, got on it. Well, you're gonna call that a failure. Yeah, I shouldn't. I'm sorry. Okay, further comedy games: the wacky world of miniature golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene oh. Levy is an animated golf ball in the craziest <laughs> mini putt course never built. Yeah, mm. this <laughs> this almost looked like a Saturday TV Funhouse or something. Like like footage of it. It looked so bad on purpose even though it was not I yes don't. really yeah yeah uh, um i but who like these ones who again and just like the it it feels it's so much so reminiscent of like there's a podcast with what and who has one and like yeah <laughs> what do you mean eugene levy has an animated <laughs> uh and this one wins by the way yeah um which feels like a real upset because uh the, it feels like the one to beat would have to have been Dennis Miller, that's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> the Dennis Miller weekend update style joke CD-ROM game. Yeah. Um, this is insane. This is insane that this exists. Yeah. This, <laughs> he's in like a, I guess it's, I, I'm trying to think, it's not fu- like a futuristic, skirt, like, I'm trying to des- describe this. It's like he's on a screen on a computer and then there's almost like family feud style title cards for like topics essentially next to him yes uh and it is so bizarre (laughs) how did this happen it's like pre-dennis he's he's like clean shaven it's pre-dennis miller show on hbo Mm -hmm. but it's like obviously a weekend update ripoff and is yeah is the idea you just clicked on him telling a joke i think so because they they didn't have space for rants just like we right. can't do big videos. Yeah. Just, just yes. literally. Yeah, we yeah, couldn't yeah. fit one rant on the DVDs. Right. It's going to have to be little bite-sized jokes. Your computer jokes. couldn't yeah. handle Couldn't handle rant. it. Yeah. The it video would melt had to your, be... Your brother, if you'd, maybe he opened up a rant on your computer at maybe. home. He pirated a secret it. rant. Yeah. Pirated a rant. I, the videos always had to be tiny in the corner, and then there was a lot of text that is not moving around. Yeah. Or that part's not video, so that doesn't take up a lot of memory. Yeah. Um, Really quick, 
I found a YouTube video. Oh, it's got all of it. I found. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Go for uh, it. Uh, well, this is well, this is one specific thing, which is like topical year end jokes for 1993. <laughs> uh huh. So this is what you want. You know what I hate? I watch Weekend Update on SNL, and I hate that they pick the jokes for me. I don't get to tell them a topic and then hear a joke back. And I really hate that I put it on and I have to hear a joke about this week. Mm. What if I want to hear a joke about February? Yeah. Well, finally. That Dennis Miller, that news to me lets you be in charge of the comedy news. And I ask you guys right now to pick a number between one and 23, <laughs> and I will play a corresponding joke. That'll be the, the time code uh, of, of the joke. Um, Michael, let's start with you. Uh, eight. All right. Eight. Um, and that gets us to. Oh, you'll like this. It's a music one, a showbiz. Mm. And uh, this is... Oh, well, you know what? I was going to do one about um, Michael Jackson, but it looks like there's one about Euro Disney. So I think I have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. And... Never mind. I can't find it. All right. We're going to have to do Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Paul McCartney expressed his dissatisfaction with Michael Jackson, who won't talk to Paul about changing his royalty structure. But this fray has been going on for a long time, ever since Jackson delayed production of their first record together. It seems Michael couldn't decide if he wanted to be ebony or ivory. I thought Michael always said it didn't matter if you were black or white. Ooh. I mean... <sighs> <laughs> I put a chill on the room. Didn't he doesn't it? even have the the juice. No, the Miller juice is like gone out of that delivery. No, because the Miller had juice. I liked the Miller Weekend Update. I know we were supposed to hate him now because he's conservative, but sure. the, I liked the Miller Weekend Update. Let's see if we can save it. Uh, Jason, do you have a, a what's a, what do you think is going to be a better uh, number? I'm going to say twenty one. Twenty one. All right. Well, it'll be more. You know. Oh, good, Jason. You'll be happy to hear that we landed on. Abortion pill. <laughs> Plans to bring the French abortion pill to the United States have stalled because the pills maker is afraid of anti-abortion groups' opposition. If they want to get those pills into the country, they should just smuggle them in inside French people's armpits. Not even the right to life movers are that committed. <laughs> it didn't even sound like him. <laughs> it sounds like an AI doing his voice. It's, it's, what if a show was hosted by dying Dennis Miller? <laughs> Um, wow. Yikes. All right. Well, that's Dennis Miller, and that's news to him. Um, that is so Dennis insane. Dennis Miller that that is game all exists. like, I, so, I watch old clips of Dennis Miller's show sometimes, and I think 75% of Dennis Miller is attitude. Because yeah. sometimes I listen to something he said, and I go, well, that wasn't funny at all. But no, he I didn't understand what it meant to you. Right. I don't know what it meant. And the rhythm was, I guess, kind of funny. Or honestly, I think it, he's, people thought he was cool. It's a very ego, cocky kind of delivery, but it was very uh, cool. People thought it was cool, I think. Mm -hmm. And do you think less so now? I do think less so now. <laughs> Some of the cool is depreciated. I you do think so. There was a clip of Norm MacDonald a couple of years ago saying, he goes, eh, Dennis doesn't even know any, what those references are. 
<laughs> it might be the trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, just jam them together. Uh, uh, you know, hey, not like uh, we look, we when we reference name after name after name as we're doing here yeah. today, because we're going to because we're going to do something with them. Yeah, we don't course. just reference and move on. We have stuff to say about Herbie Hancock. That's right. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, before we get into Herbie Hancock, some of the reoccurring commercials. Yes. Are pretty good. Panasonic 3D. Yeah, I kind of remember this. I remember seeing it at Fry's Electronics. Is what I remember. Oh, okay. I I remember one kid I knew who like his family always seemed to get the other game consoles like 3DO or Mm. Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. Um, The other commercial. Oh, there's an IBM commercial. Oh, with is a it's Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Paul Reiser. uh, A little more lively. In this commercial, certainly than Dennis Miller. In his CD-ROM. <laughs> in his CD-ROM, yeah. <laughs> yes, if that's the... Specifically in Dennis's CD-ROM. That's the rubric, yeah. Um, but de- de- yeah, it's... Yeah, Paul Reiser, like, popping up, like, haunting somebody on computer screen after computer screen. Another extremely 90s ad, like, the, the 90s techno ad. It, like, they're, they're all well-paired, for sure, with the special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... The thing, if we're talking about who was cool then, if that's the, you know, an, yeah. an attitude, uh, there is a group of people who, uh, what could have been cooler, what could have been more of the moment and had to be addressed in this special. Uh, it's been alluded to earlier, but I will let uh, Leslie Nielsen do the, the full setup. You know, cyberspace has given us a whole new breed of pirate. There's a growing number of dedicated, highly skilled individuals who burrow through the cyber underworld to seek out information and access highly sensitive material. Now, these people don't take no for an answer, and it's not the FBI, and it's not the CIA. We're talking about hackers. <laughs> when you don't know what's coming there, yeah. what do you mean? Leslie Nielsen is setting us up to learn about hackers? Hackers? What? They burrow in there and they see what they what is, if they can find what is to be found. This is such a strange... So, yeah, now a Cybermania presents a tribute to hackers. <laughs> and I don't leave it with any further understanding of what a hacker is or why. It's a pro-hacker piece. Very pro-hacker, and it's expelling all the myths. You know, you only hear about hackers when there's a problem with hackers. The, you know, the media never does any nice stories about the nice things that hackers do. Uh, maybe it was like at the time people were like, I don't know about this internet because I think I'm going to be hacked. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. there was an idea of like that people would just be scared of that term. So they were like, let's put a happy face on the hacker. The hacker is virtuous, is mm. good. White hat hackers are virtuous. Black hat hackers are suspicious operators. Oh, uh-oh. Do they say those distinctions in the thing? They don't say that in the right. thing. That's just a thing I know. Black hat? Black hat. Black hat. Like the uh, Michael Mann... <laughs> Uh, Hemsworth movie, Black Hat. Is that about hackers? That's about a hacker oh, who it is. also kicks ass, I believe. Oh, okay. So there, but there, this is a people knowing your extensive knowledge about hackers. I know a little. I had to read a book uh, called Hacker Crackdown. Would in college. you say though this is a this is an? <laughs> oh, that sounds like an anti-hacker. I think it's more than I know. About sounds hackers. like I didn't watch the special. Well, the government kind of like went nuts prosecuting people. I think I think so, they reference like the eighties, like, mm-hmm. and it's people getting into databases, and a lot of it it was they say in this thing it's people just doing it to see if they could 
And then, of course, doing midnight raids at MIT to find garbage that they could maybe hack. It's quite a special. You follow some real hackers on a midnight MIT raid. <laughs> so it, doesn't that demystify hackers for you, Mom yeah. and Dad? This is, but it is, it is straight propaganda. Mm-hmm. For pro, because you can hack anything you want. You can be a bad hacker. Obviously, he's a black hat hacker. We're learning about now, and this is not. This is portraying only one side. This is a very one sided. What if these are white hat hackers? But then, as soon as the cameras aren't rolling, they flip that hat inside out, and what's on the other side? Very black. Bad. Or they own two hats. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's how they get us. <laughs> <laughs> they they hacked the system without oh. address themselves. Mr. Rogers would call, come home and take off his one sweater and put a different sweater on. And this is the same way with their hats. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> yeah, time to put on my killing sweater. <laughs> but it's so fascinating because it has to be because they want to be a po- put a positive spin on computers. Well, Emmanuel Goldstein and Death Vegetable... Mm-hmm. And Count Zero are I love tired. Count Zero. Oh, yeah. yeah, Count Zero's cool. Count Zero's cool. These are all some cool. You see, there's, you know, once you see, these are these are people like you and me. They have goatees like you and me. Yeah. They, they uh, have cow skull bolo ties and wear sunglasses indoors next to screens like yeah. you and me. Yeah. I love these hackers. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to marry a hacker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could do it all over again, I would have a baby with a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. yeah, and you still have a chance to make that baby a hacker. Oh, yeah. If you're, if that's you're lucky, true. if she applies herself. Yeah. <laughs> a white hat or a black hat. <laughs> Up to her. I'm it's, letting her decide. Yeah, yeah. Totally open. You can be any type of hat hacker you want. <laughs> <laughs> Wear any type of hacker hat. I said this at the start. Where the hell does this come from? <laughs> <laughs> this is so bizarre, this five minutes or whatever it is. I think <laughs> it's trying to dispel like the negative. Like they're called hackers and they're coming for your computer. Right, like that's what local I said. News. But I'm saying it's a propaganda because there are bad hackers. Yeah, sure. So and I don't, I don't. Straight up propaganda. Look, I'm saying that I love these hackers, but I also don't. I don't see how this piece dispels what you just said that the news reports say. Like, the hackers are coming, and that these guys are like, yeah, we are coming, but we're just going to poke around. Yeah, What's the problem? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm Doctor Who. You yeah. can trust me. I'm the name of something that you like. And, and- they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. It's not all like these guys. Oh, they they might be lying to you, and also they have some of the worst vibes you've ever seen. Well, I'm saying the special is lying to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. these special. guys. Yeah, okay. these guys could be big liars. Count Zero could be a big liar. I have no idea. I don't know who's a good hacker and who's a bad hacker. They yeah. just showing me them. I I mean, the main way they try to get the hackers into your heart is by showing that one of them. Uh, eats a slice of pizza, which he picks up using a power glove. (laughs) That's what you have to do if you're a hacker. I do like that, though. (laughs) How does that help? That power glove is filthy. The other, the palm side of the power Mm -hmm. glove is cloth. (laughs) That's that you can't like, and you can't, how do you wash a power glove? It has electronics in it. Yeah. And you just don't No facts. No power glove has ever been washed. You probably Nintendo would have said like, you know, Hey, take a, you know, just take like a cleaning, uh, you know, just just (laughs) take, take some little napkin or something, get it wet, Mm. pat it down. Fucking count zero is not cleaning his power. Delousing a power glove. How to delouse your power? (laughs) Yeah. How to fumigate your power? I did not know. Did not know how to take apart my zapper gun and clean it, and (laughs) you know, make sure everything was working, and then put it back together. 
So that means you didn't go to Nintendo stuff. Gun Military School. I didn't. I could not assemble my zapper gun in two seconds. They had to assemble it for me. I never took it apart. So if there, was, if there was a legion of duck hunt dogs coming for America. Right. And you you were drafted. The gun better be assembled. <laughs> if it's assembled, I'll do well. And somebody got to clean it for you. But right. if that thing breaks, the war is over. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is insane. It's also, they also do a lot of... <laughs> they sure say a lot of times, you know, you hear about hackers and they can move satellites. Guess what? Hackers can't move satellites. That would never happen. Oh, I believe you. Well, then why, why did you bring this up at all? Yeah. You really you made a good case for now. I'm suddenly afraid that hackers are going to move all the satellites. Yeah. Why'd you put that in my head? <laughs> why are you making me think about that? This is two year, or one year away from Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Where uh, 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 Boris would hack into satellites. Oh, sure. Or well, hack into the Golden Eye itself. I think we're also uh, about a year or so from the movie Hackers. And do you think the screenwriters of that were watching this and go, like, I'm going to make some tweaks? I can give them weird sunglasses. Mm, maybe. Th- you know what? I think they might have because I believe that the first hacker you meet, Emmanuel Goldstein, that is from it's made the name is maybe from 1984 i'm sorry if i'm dumb and i got that wrong oh um but that is also the name of one of the major characters in hackers wow oh, so these are the hackers from hackers well it's not he, he doesn't play him but they just used that name I again see. because it has you know orwellian right connotations maybe that was just a thing that hackers oftentimes hackers would adopt things from orwell or, or 1984 specifically yeah probably yeah because he he called it for you know orwell was the original hacker yeah <laughs> I, you know what i like to think that i'm sort of part of the lineage of hackers i'm not really a hacker but i'm a checker you're a checker so i'm in the it's family kind of cousin yeah. yeah i like to think i'm a white hat checker <laughs> Not a black cat. You checker. are because you use your checking for good. You right. get nice things for people and help yeah. them get on rides. You Discount, absolutely are a white hat. Discount on toy. Like I have my glitch Twitter account popped up with a very good discounted baby toy today, and I, I grabbed it before it sold out. Sometimes you send me links to discount Twitter accounts of like you can get forty handicap hot fry bags. <laughs> Yeah, for a, for disc, a great discount. discount. And I hope you did it. I hope you took advantage. I didn't. Hot fries. I can't ba- say I took wait, advantage. Wait, that prepackaged snack, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. Camp's hot fries. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that, you absolutely do use your powers for good, but I fear the day you decide to use them for evil. Mm. The day Mike well, turns black hat. It depends. You, you don't think you can check your way into a satellite, but <laughs> I'm saying maybe you can. Maybe it is well, possible. At least you're being honest about it, not like these filthy hackers. Yeah. That's no, I'd never touch a satellite. No, I never, never check a satellite. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't power glue. Mike your did way a little eyebrow it. raise when he said that. Never. I don't know if that communicated. Uh, I think it did. You did. I think yeah. that, that sounded okay. in my voice. I acted it and I performed. I think it. yeah, we oh, heard the eyebrow raise. Hey, yeah. Can we do it? Can we do it one more time where we kind of like hear your eyebrow oh. raise? Well, can you oh. you do it for me? Oh, no, I'd rather show not. me how you want me um, to do I it. I said okay. If I don't, I immediately regret saying what I just <laughs> no. said. No, <laughs> no. Uh-huh. I'd love for you to show me how you want me to do it. Um, um, raise I, your eyebrows. I, I, I can't check my way into a satellite. Okay, I'll do it like that. I can't do a race. Okay, look. well, that, now you're just being silly about oh, it. Wait, I? I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I felt as scared as that engineer. Yeah, you should. Uh, um, 
boy, you know, if you're gonna have a music performance in your Cybermania oh, show, this music performance, we're you, halfway through the goddamn special. I know it's you know, it's the long. We're gonna have to do. It's gonna have to be a part one and two. Uh, um, <laughs> the long episodes are back. Um, the, performing a specially composed piece just for this night is Herbie Hancock. Herbie wow. Hancock. We, we associate wow. him with this kind of thing, with his rocket video, yeah. with all of those uh, computer <laughs> creatures dancing around. Of course, this is up Herbie Hancock's alley, and he does a big song that he plays on a keyboard, or a guitar, rather, mm. and the song goes, Cyber Generation, <laughs> Cyber Generation. It all also, then later it goes cyber generation. It pretty much only goes cyber generation. This is the tone of this. Also, the fact that this is in like kind of a castle set. This as soon as the song started, this show transmogrified into like a Bible man yes, touring like, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song like no. If I listen to some Herbie Hancock, I like Herbie Hancock. This is maybe yeah. not his finest work that he cranked mm-hmm. out for Cybermania. Um, he made his point. There is a cyber generation coming. Yes, he's right about they're, that. And they're going to dance at us, but maybe also kill us. Um, but yeah, it's a little chintzy, right? It's, it's a like little three silly. dancers on the stage, not filling the space, not filling the space. Even one- Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review later had like five. <laughs> yeah, and there's like one contortionist kind of dancer. And they just do a lot of angles and like video filters. They put and so many. They put that secret invasion AI muck all over the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that you <laughs> think something's happening, but it's just in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, this is a little bit <laughs> trying, but I love the existence of it. And then he goes straight from the performance into his speech. Yeah, yeah. And he, in, in which he shouts out a bunch of like the musicians who are exploring possibilities mm. in this area, in the music uh, realm of CD-ROM and I was excited by this because there's a quick shout out to Todd Rundgren Todd mm-hmm. at the time was doing something called uh, TRI mm-hmm. which is of course TR Interactive <laughs> which is one of the dopiest <laughs> titles acronyms for a thing uh-huh. yet I've poked I love that there are these artists he mentions Bowie I don't really know what Bowie was doing with CD-ROMs yeah. I'd like to find out um, but you know uh, uh, Peter Gabriel who's nominated mm-hmm. for this music award that they're going to do uh, um, you know it, it, it feels like they have to mention these musicians who were exploring kind of the gaming space and the interactive space and it was a big thing at the time but then he says one band shattered <laughs> what the fuck does this sentence mean <laughs> but one band shattered virtual vision seen around the world and then there's a little piece about Aerosmith. This is where I started getting paranoid. This yeah, AI yeah, is yeah, making yeah. this for us. What do you mean, Aerosmith? Now there's a big Aerosmith part. Uh-huh. Uh, they, uh, they, Aerosmith have been on the cutting edge of rock and roll is a statement that's made. Since the beginning. Since, Since the, the beginning. beginning. Since the beginning. Uh, cutting it. That's what definitely does, what I think when I hear Walk This Way is how cutting it is and how edgy edge, it is. Yeah, cutting edge. I'm like... Who even would you say is on the cutting edge of rock and roll? What is that? What would that mean technologically? TRI. But yeah. TRI, uh, I guess. T- I don't think there's any answer besides TRI. Whoever you first used, uh, I guess you could say the Beatles. They used multi-track or Beach Boys. Who used multi-track recording first? Maybe Beatles. Probably Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cutting edge of popular music, I would probably say Herbie Hancock. Like, Herbie Hancock had a lot of phases in his career. And as it, te- technology went on, I feel like he had 
he kept evolving. You, you know? feel like almost like synthesizers have to be a part of this discussion because that is literally technology. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's so it's hard. So it's weird to think about this like pretty pure rock and roll guitar band being on the cutting edge. I get. I, I don't mean, look. I they don't. made it to hair metal land. I suppose like Aerosmith survived the seventies to make it into. At to the 80s and had some like hits alongside like hair metal bands and then yeah. Yeah. to the it's 90s. Cutting edge, no, though. I agree. It means they were kind of chasing a trend mm-hmm. a little bit more. Well, it's clearly it's all just in there because they have these video games, of course. Which all they do have three video games. Uh, I mean, we mention. gotta do Revolution X at some point. Yeah, like, we should cover a long. full Revolution X. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't even know what the second one they mentioned is and Virtual Guitar, which I think we talked about forever ago. But they're in, yeah they're on the cutting edge of cyberspace and interactive gaming. They are they are just built up and tout. And of course they made that music video with this with where Alicia Silverstone is the cyber babe. Mm-hmm. That's cutting it. They clearly that shows me that that Bradley Whitford understands technology <laughs> and CD ROMs uh-huh. because there was like a kid getting a boner in a, in a virtual helmet. <laughs> well, don't forget the robot, the sexy lady robot on the cover of uh, Just Push Play. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's a future thing. That's that was probably edge. they went to Aerosmith Labs and saw the early prototypes of that. Right. Uh, they did. They couldn't film it. They sent us camera to film that. But the that early robot went haywire. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crushed the camera. All right. Um, and this, so there's so much buildup. Aerosmith, the most cutting edge band that has ever been. They also can't be here tonight. And then, so, oh, shit, deflating. Yeah. And then it cuts to a, what I am just going to call a video riddle oh my God. by Tom <laughs> Hamilton, Aerosmith <laughs> member Tom Hamilton. To be there or not to be there? What is the question? In cyberspace, we're all here. He, he's it's a still shot and he's popping all around a room it's very alice in wonderland Smith is the band that said we're all here because we're not all there tonight hi i'm tom hamilton from aerosmith and on behalf of the whole band i'd like to say congratulations to cybermania 1994 the first annual interactive gamers awards yes 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 that is somehow an FMV. It is a segment filmed with cameras, but it acts like a FMV that would go on a CD-ROM because it's it's just it's, odd. It's very short. Does nothing. Does it does nothing. not enough time to tell a story. Uh, elements on the screen stay still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. What what purpose does this serve? Digital digital riddles, and then. Sorry, are we honoring them or? But then it finishes, and he says, "Hey, congratulations, Cybermania!" Yeah, I don't so, know. This, so the so it's them. The Aerosmith is giving them an award. Yeah, well, the bassist of Aerosmith is the bassist. I can't even remember I what instrument rep- he is. Yeah. Yeah, the bass player from Aerosmith made. I guess the th- f- I guess maybe the third most popular Aerosmith member. I don't know what you would rank the th- other three. I don't know. Isn't Joey three? Joe is Joey three. <laughs> Joey Kramer, what do you think? Tom Hamilton, I believe, is uh, uh, Sweet Emotion, like kind of wrote Sweet Emotion or had the most to do with it. Okay. Is that cutting edge because it's got like wow, wow, the thing Peter Frampton was already doing? Yeah, Joe Perry was playing the the, whatever that tube that Peter Frampton uses. The the vocoder? I I, I, I don't know if you call it that. that. It's called a vocoder, but it's called something. It's a voice box, voice changing. talk box. Yeah, talk box. Well, that's not cutting edge because I like sweet emotion, but 
Yeah. It's not, I don't know. This premise is strange. <laughs> anyway, but they had to, again, we had to do, okay, uh, the show's filling up. We didn't. We got five minutes on Hackers. We got uh, Dennis Leary, nobody's heard of, uh, doing a, a beat poetry. And then we got to give 30 seconds to Tom Hamilton to pop around <laughs> a room like the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like not... He's. I feel like he's doing his best here, actually, in, in as yeah. far as performance wise. Yeah, he's like kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Can you do it with a little more energy, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> oh, more of energy. Of course, I'd love oh. to. Thank you. Of course, thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear me play "Sweet Emotion" on the bass? It's a treat for him to act. Not yeah. like Shatner. Shatner has to do it so often. Right. Um, this is so strange. And then you see a bunch of music. CD-ROMs is presented by Thomas Dolby and a dumb beret. I had no idea there was a Prince one. I know. This one, this is a whole, this, it opens up so many avenues. Yeah. This is a Prince CD-ROM where you explore different rooms of Paisley Park, which itself seems to look like a mist type yes. early 90s VR space. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you do. You And you walk up to like, here's, here's a, a torch and then you click it with your mouse and then it lights with fire. Mm. And then at some point you see a, um, you click on a metronome and the, the little needle on the metronome is Prince. <laughs> I think well, I saw it of... called a pointless scavenger. <laughs> More marketing than gaming. I think that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a very strange, I, I, just, I liked the other, the screen that I saw where he says, it, it's it, the title says, are you sure with the Prince language? Are you sure you want to exit the experience? <laughs> and I bet people were. Yeah, I mean, I want to play the whole thing. But. Can I ask a stupid question? Is Thomas Dolby have something to do with Dolby sound systems? I don't think so, unless he's somehow in the family, but I, okay. I, I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, no, he just has something to do with uh, Buzz Aldrin and silence. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, silence! Bad hats, you know. Um, so, yeah, but is he a bad, is he a bad hat or a good hat? Um then there's something that happens where we check back in on the SimCity people and we check back, we check in on the celebrities who are playing, who are, you, know, you can talk, you can actually talk to Jenna Von Oy in our <laughs> Prodigy chat room. <laughs> Again, the most just hyper 90s on top mm-hmm. of 90s. And the, the like real guy from the Academy is saying a bunch of boring Academy stuff. And then a girl comes up and puts his arm. Did mm-hmm. you guys notice this part yes, too? Yes, yeah. I, I noticed <laughs> the, her line. Is really weird. It's really uh, well. Wait, so, so she like he's just trying to say his boring president stuff, but then she comes up and puts his puts her arm, locks arms with him, and um, we've in, we've met her earlier. She's from my so-called life, you yeah. know, a show about high school. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. this guy, north of forty probably, gets a little flustered. He. Gets gets a little distracted by the again high school actress yeah. I, looked, I looked it up and she's 20 so okay but still this is very strange and then he stops his speech cold and he says i think a lot more than my voice is about to crack i know what so what is, i don't know what that, what does that mean? what does he mean i well okay i realized on second viewing he might have been alluding to something that happened earlier in the show when he was on stage in front of the audience and his he did get nervous and his voice cracked. Oh, you, yeah. of course, remember that. Oh, We're paying close I, enough I attention. I actually do remember, remember that. that. Yes, that, yeah. was very, that was awkward and he covered okay. But he may, may have been calling back it's that thing that's an elephant in the room in your mind, and but you did not need to mention it ever again. So it's just confusing. But taking that aside, 
a pretty girl is making you flustered and you say, I think a lot more than my voice is about to crack. His boner cracks? Is it when he, when it extends into uh, a boner? Uh, you're uh, saying that a boner, I, and I'll go, I go, I know you're just trying to do, come up with out. whatever for him. Just you're just trying to help. help him out. But the idea that a boner is cracking, is that like... <laughs> yeah, you got to get Wait. to the emergency room that happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want, I don't think there, I can't think of anything in this, in any sexual process that where like, cracking is a good thing. Uh, shaky right? bed frame. Yeah, but is it? Crack. I guess crack. if if you, if your sex is so powerful that it cracks pieces of the bed off, then sure, maybe that's so, still pretty. The, too, that might be too it's powerful. It's still not something I want to happen because you have to deal with that at the scene, end of the day. The Bella and Edward. <laughs> <laughs> film I don't, sexy. I don't know this. Have you what ever happened? seen this? It's no. really funny. Uh, with uh, Pattinson and uh, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. He like destroys a four post Because <laughs> he's such a powerful vampire. He's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes some sense at least. All right. But that's, so that's not what he's talking about. That's, that's not, not what he's talking, talking about. about. He's so turned on that he's going to crack. Well, wait. Can I say her line that sets this up? Yeah. Yes, please. I, I, and it gets a little muffled. But I think what she says is, can I play in your chat room? Ooh. I, Ew. What? <laughs> Ew. Ew. And then he keeps saying boring president stuff and then says like, uh, you know what? We'll be right back. And then he kind of turns back to get with her. And then thank God it cuts away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think this was just a skit and nothing happened. But this is weird. He's the president of the thing. And then he writes himself a skit where he's got a big crack and boner for a <laughs> girl who he's, plays a high school student. He's doing a humming a humming a bit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> maybe something, maybe there is something wrong with him. He thinks... <laughs> You know, that's like thing a reverse, where you, you get turned on and then your penis cracks. It's like a reverse glow stick. You know, when you break, when a gl- oh, yeah. glow stick, you crack it to make it light up. Mm-hmm. But with him, it's like, it's almost, <laughs> his boner's in two pieces <laughs> and it's sort of a reverse crack to assemble it. It makes a crack to go back crack. together. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that happens, does it make a big a sound, you think? Fla- like a signal flare, a reverse signal flare. Like, <laughs> Like that. I don't know. Look, what else would it uh, crack? I guess he could crack under pressure. Is that, yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, we were thinking, we were, like, then we were like, does he mean, is he saying that he's going to, like, he's going to crack God, on his ch- marital vows? I'm cheat on my wife. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm gonna, cracking. He's, yes, he's oh, cracking yeah. under pressure. The engagement ring snapping in half. That's the wedding it. ring. The wedding band. Okay. So maybe I think a lot more than my, yeah. voice is about, uh, than my voice is about to crack. By that, I mean my wedding ring because I'm getting engorged, as are my fingers. Yeah. Because <laughs> blood is just going everywhere. And so, they're, yeah. so my fingers. Fingers are getting thick, and my wedding ring is going to crack apart. Yeah, it's like when the Hulk transforms. Everything bursts. This guy gets so <laughs> horny, he transforms into a Hulk-like monster. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this guy. This guy's name was what? Jeff Hulk Leibowitz. Jeff Leibowitz. When it, when video game. Academy President Jeff Leibowitz gets turned on. He hulks out. He hulks out, yeah. Ah, uh, crack. Wow, his, we- uh, his wedding ring went flying. It's in my eye now. A 20-year-old. now cheat on wife. Hear me, me fucking out of your eye for you. A 20-year-old actress, like, real quick delivered this line, and she's like, all right, if I hurry, I can get back to my North Hollywood apartment. <laughs> Before the rush, you know. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh my god um anyway we gotta pick up the pace because this is cr- I, okay I mean, I, we're getting down there yeah. Yeah, although we're not in a way we're there's not, so much fucking shit there's i just a- real quick i gotta point out right after this there's two commercials one is the big mac deal uh, two big macs for two dollars and i'm like oh that's such a bargain r.i.p uh, early departed the other one is an ad for a TNT special called In Search of Dr. Seuss, which looks so yeah. horrific. Oh yeah, my. with Robin Williams and Kathy and Jimmy and Christopher Lloyd, and they're all dressed like, like Seuss yeah. people. Um, yeah, it's really insane. Shelly Duvall says some educational stuff, and she's got a big flower hat. Yeah. One of the games, uh, a dog says, it was time for my Sunday bone. That's all I need to say about mm-hmm. that part yeah. of it. It's for kind the of sake long. of time. Uh, um, uh, now to present best sports, would you please welcome Miss Marla Gibbs and the stars of the upcoming film, The Babysitters, The Barbarian Bar- Brothers. <laughs> Now, oh. now a true mystery walks on stage. The Barbarian, the Barbarian Brothers. Barbarian Brothers. Oh, hold on! Before the Barbarian Brothers, the <laughs> Shelley Duvall thing. Yes. The educational documentary is even weirder than the Hackers one because yeah. it's got a bunch of assholes in it, and the one guy says. Research shows that networking... Oh, no, this... uh, He says, in the last few decades, we've seen a dramatic decline in the quality of education. Who are you? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) It says a guy, a man and a woman that keep going back and forth. There's a really weird text card that says, uh, research shows that networking improves social skills and decreases ethnic tension. Oh, right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Like, I don't, why are they dumping on education? And then they're just talking about CD-ROMs that appear to just bring up encyclopedia entries. It is weird. I think that, uh, yeah, well, time is, time will certainly prove that the internet will be a tool that decreases ethnic (laughs) tension. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, for sure. Anyway, back to the Barbarian Brothers. Barbarian Brothers. What is this? Then two big bodybuilders come out with Marla Gibbs from Massive. Yes. What are they? What's the babysitters? <laughs> They've been in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. If you look. Two weird, jacked, thick guys. Yeah, and they're very weird. <laughs> One of them just passed away a couple years ago. Oh, no. Uh, um, but, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Why don't I know the Barbarian Brothers? Because I was, my, one of my first thoughts was wrestler, but, yeah. No, I not wrestlers. They're bodybuilders, I think. Yeah, they're bodybuilders. No, the wrestlers have yet to show up. That's right. There are wrestlers to come. <laughs> Double Trouble is a movie from 1992 starring the Barbarian Brothers. Think Big. They're in. Uh, they're in DC Cab. Oh, uh, uh, they're in Natural Born Killers apparently too. Oh, really? Uh, uh, there's a movie called in 1994 called Twin Sitters. <laughs> How do I not know? Twin, twin Sitters, I discovered, is the Babysitters. Oh, it, it is. It, there were a couple of titles for this. Oh, okay. For this Barbarian Brothers feature film. This trailer also, this will really vex you. We, oh, look, and they tried to like steal the, the, the tagline before it became, you're never home alone when you're a twin. So they're trying <laughs> to just kind of usurp. 
I, you like I don't know. It is too much of a conundrum to solve at this time. The Barbarian Brothers. There will be more Barbarian Brothers <laughs> content coming to the show. I don't know what form yet, but that is not. Wait, another tagline. Move over, Mary Poppins. Here come the Barbarian Brothers. I mean, I'm on board with that. That yeah. I like. Yeah. I think I, I know everything. I, I've seen plenty of Mary Poppins. My Mary Poppins chapter is over. Barbarian Brothers, you're welcome in. Yeah. No. There. I, there's a just for time we're gonna keep moving here uh they're we in a movie called to. the flamingo kid as well that seems kind of which familiar. is uh, i think it's is it matt dillon uh, uh yeah matt dillon yeah yeah Gary Marshall right. yes, movie. i've heard of that yeah, yeah yeah uh they're not at the stars i don't believe of the flamingo kid though we'll check out we'll, we'll go into barbarian brothers i'm even gonna cut i'm gonna cut the, the clip of them where there's just a 30 awkward 30 second awkward pause where the package doesn't play and they don't know what to do and yeah. they try to spike a football pantomime and it doesn't this is all exceedingly strange uh um and then they present a sports award that nba jam doesn't win what are you talking about yeah. some caesar's palace Boxing Caesar's game. World of Boxing. Oh, Caesar's we're all talking World about of it. Boxing <laughs> stood the test of time. Um, insane. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then uh, there's more of these things where Leslie Nielsen has a speech to give, but they make other things happen next to the speech because the speech is dry. And in this case, it involves. Wait, no. It, actually, the setup is that there's two two actual wrestlers are going to play WCW Super Brawl. Yes. And who are they? So you're talking about uh, uh, back then Lord Stephen Regal, which is William Regal is what the name he's gone by in the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, and Bri- flying Brian Pillman, who was a maniac who has passed away. Yeah. He was would, a crazy man. He would die three years later at 35. Yes. And he, was, a, you know, drugs and stuff. Uh, wild man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, and... This is so they yeah the bit is that they're playing against each other while Leslie Nielsen's doing the speech and then they slowly just it devolves into them actually wrestling each other on the stage um, and then yeah they're doing most you know body slams uh, uh, slamming heads into walls and stuff and then Leslie Nielsen pulls a gun out <laughs> yeah to try to get them to calm down. <laughs> Uh, which is wild. There's a lot of guns in this special. He's, he's, the speech he's giving is is anti-violence, right? So that's the twist. Is <laughs> yeah, that then the he joke. just has to use violence. It's, yeah. it's anti-violence in video games. And someone earlier had read a message from Al Gore uh. saying, talking about the importance of the information superhighway and interactive right, right. content in media. And I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't Tipper like complaining about mu- music, well, yeah, that's foul music, and violent D. video Snyder, games? And then they John do Denver a violent trials. video games bit shortly later in the uh, yes thing. Well, this, I think they're I think they're pretty clean in their uh, uh, yeah. pro violence approach, pro hackers, pro pro violence, and yeah. So so he scares. Uh, Regal and Pillman away. There's a really one of the most famous Pillman clips is uh, uh, on Raw when he pulled a gun on Steve Austin in a house, <laughs> which is a uh, staged. It was not a real, but mm-hmm. it's uh, that was wisely Neil said. Spoiler: This yeah, was yeah. not. Yeah, no, nobody died. At this. Uh, 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 big Regal. I wasn't watching back then. Pillman was a really good wrestler. I love Regal. I'm a big Regal guy. Uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, he's still he's still great. Uh, uh, and. Then Leslie Nielsen gives a like, ah, don't worry about all this stuff. You know, there's ratings. Don't worry. Video games have ratings now. So just uh, check the ratings. 
he basically hand waves the idea that violence or any content is a problem. Hmm. And he basically just goes, he's very throwy, just goes, eh, check the, eh, parents, yeah, check, the check, the check the ratings. Yeah, check the ratings. The, Don't worry about it. He, there's a throwaway line earlier with him and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas says, you ever wonder how the games are made? And Leslie Nelson goes, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty I mean, good. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's just, that's actually yeah, a that's funny a good joke. laugh. The, yeah. um, okay. Uh there are some uh, best actor awards. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about given this. out. I, by the way, I, I sent this link uh, to past guest Pat Castles, and I sent it to him because I discovered that this entire thing was covered on a College Humor show called Bleep Bloop mm. uh, ten years ago, and wow. <laughs> Pat was a guest on that. So uh, we I haunted him with something from his past by bringing this up, and he he's like, "Yeah, I kind of remember this." And he's flipping through it, and he's like, "Sorry, I'm just skimming." But how come everyone I'm landing on is like an old man <laughs> and never does it get more old manny than in this neck of the woods oh yeah uh, we present uh best actress and this is presented by one of the models inc oh, and, uh, oh i got so excited uh, yes. when i heard models inc models inc yeah models well, it takes you back very of the era uh, and then robert culp, culp from i spy culp is there um and they uh, I mean, I don't have a lot about this, but you discover that Culp is there because he's also in a game called Voyeur. Um, this is a, this seems like a big. T- this is a prestige FMV game. Yeah. I've never heard of it till now. Um, but the it 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 sweeps the. This is the everything everywhere all at once. It sweeps the acting <laughs> <Yeah>. categories, <laughs> although which that movie did not do. Uh, yeah. Brendan Fraser. What well, you know what I'm saying? It swept some of them. Yeah, it swept yeah, a couple yeah. of them. Um, <laughs> Uh, Colt, I I recognize Colt because I I've been picking random Columbos recently, watching them, and he's the, the first m- one. He's number one. He, uh, I think I think the book the authors are number one. Uh, he's the private detective agency. Here's the thing about Robert Colt: he is in four Columbos. Yes, uh, extremely recurring. Characters. I've seen one of them. Yeah, yeah. He's in. Uh, yes, that's a special slot. The Columbo villain role. Some of the finest actors of all time have done it. Leslie Nielsen, he, I think. Am I making that up? I think maybe. Uh, Culp also notable the murderer in the pilot episode of Mrs. Columbo with Kate Mulgrew. Oh, they even oh, brought him in for wow. Mrs. Yeah. Yes, the weird Mrs. Columbo, where you never saw Columbo and they never crossed paths. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, separate lives. They're both two busy. Two seasons. Two seasons on Tubi. God, really? Wow, really? Wow. I didn't wow. know it was that long. Um, so, yeah, Culp is good and they had to bring in the, him a big dog for this game because th- this this game sounds good. It's He stars as Reed Hawk, the evil <laughs> CEO of Hawk Industries and he is going to run for president, but he is a bad guy. He is a black hat and he cannot be the president. Uh, at this time, evil CEOs were not allowed to be president. So you, the uh, player, has to stop him you have to sneak around his house and the houses of his family and uh and it's all done like very rear window through uh <laughs> blinds you have to like leer you have to be a voyeur you have to be a voyeur a you're the voyeur, voyeur. And find some evidence to stop evil reed hawk from becoming president and the best part about this game it has sex in it there's sex in the game there's even a part where two girls 
two girls are in 1994, 1994 are standing next to each other in their underwear and they touch each other lightly and then there's a phone call that interrupts the whole thing but it seems like if there's no phone call maybe oh they were god. gonna kiss or something oh my god this oh, is an edgy yeah. game so it had to clearly it had to win the acting awards and i forget the name of the actress but she gives the most sexual she gives the most horny speech yeah. um grace grace sabrinsky grace sabrinsky she wants robert culp it is heavy sexual tension <laughs> um wait was who, which is this, which was the actress who played susan's mom on seinfeld that's a different category yeah that was uh, the other one she's in this yeah she just accepts an award she what Wait a minute. Now I got to go Is she Grace Zabrinsky? My, my phone is... My, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is my phone is is almost... Oh, we're, we're doing the longest episode we've I done know, in a long I, time. I the, phone is, the phone is dying. I, look, I, in terms of sexy gay... I was all, we're already you know choked up from the multiple airings of the uh, gel, women's gel deodorant commercial <laughs> about like the most important thing I put on. <laughs> and there's a sleazy narrator going, is it red? <laughs> like... Talking about our lipstick? And yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> was this, was that? This really loomed large in your head. Yeah, was it tantalizing? I, well, that's commercial? what I'm saying. I was like, I can't think about a sexy game. There's already sexy ads in here. This is, for learn, deodorant. I'm, I'm learning about hackers. I'm getting turned on. Well, and, and then plus, uh, uh, we can't forget Andy Car- Carvalas. <laughs> and, and, and cute Andy Carvalas is in it. I, the last, this the guy's last, cracking boners. The last 1% of my phone was, was dedicated to finding that name so I could say that and I lo- it completely shut down oh, no. before I could find my services the are actress. Done. What a techno nightmare, Mike. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, the, the woman who plays like Susan's mother on Seinfeld who's like that very dismissive lady like maybe 50s or early 50s or something wins an, award, wins an award and I'm trying to remember if it's this award. Maybe it is. Yeah, she's got kind of she's got a very sexual energy, I is guess. Is she like 50-ish? Late 40s maybe? Um, it could be. Oh, uh, my gosh. Um, the, okay, then we then bring it up and give me your iPad. Yeah. Then it's the main. Uh, then it's the actor award, and this is all old men. It's nothing but it's it's Robert Culp, it's Leonard Nimoy, uh, it's and then my favorite part about it, Mickey Rooney. Oh, I There's got so excited! Mom, where Mickey Rooney oh, does a voice. See, I know. I, I saw this. That, I was watching this in the kitchen, and I let out. I, go, ah! I went like this because Lindsay was like, she's like, "What is this? What are you watching?" What Grace is happening? Like you're, you're taking a walk to look at Jason's iPad. Grace yeah. Zabrinsky you're dragging is the recorder Susan's around. Mom. I have to cut some of the, the noise on this. <laughs> crunch, crunch, yeah. crack. That's not Mike's boner cracking. No, it's oh, not. Grace Zabrinsky was also in Charmed in Ray Donovan. Why do you have to go that? over there to see this, yeah, Mike? Show me a take, picture. Take Jason's picture word for it. Oh, I just pulled up her Wikipedia. It's an audio medium. Why are you looking it. at a picture? <laughs> I wanted to see. I wanted to make sure. You want your boner to crack because you're attracted to Grace Sabrinsky. We're all horned up. We've been here for hours. Yeah, there she is. She was on Seinfeld. <laughs> you, But you didn't trust your friend's word? Uh, he was trying to tell you. First like, paragraph. no, let me see a photo. He, I, if I pulled it up, it was just going to be all pictures of Andy Carvalis. <laughs> Okay, you can't as, trust this guy when he's when he finds a lady pretty. Tab. As George's fiance, Susan's mother. That's right. Why, wait, we knew that. Why'd you have to say that part? I'm just saying it's in the it. first paragraph. He's getting too worked up. Like really? I got a lady's uterine no. over here. <laughs> he said that to cover the fact that he was just scrolling through Carvalho's photos from <laughs> from Google image search. Your iPad is overheating from too much Carvalho's. <laughs> 
again. That's how they crack got in there. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's that proves it. How Jason cracked his screen. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he cracked his screen. Yeah. He cracked his screen from cracking a boner? <laughs> yeah, well. Look, my point, let's, we got, let's, let's get things as unsexy as they can be and oh, talk okay. about Mickey right. Rooney because <laughs> the clip that they play, it is a video, it is a, a CD-ROM about racetracks and they play a clip <laughs> and in the clip, it seems as though Mickey Rooney is a guy betting on the horses oh, and in the clip, so he good. says this, a long there's a long, very quiet walk home when you lose the whole bundle. <laughs> so this is a CD-ROM where Mickey Rooney is a sad man going oh. broke at the racetrack, and we haven't heard of it till 2023. <laughs> this is madness. And then I try to look it up, and all the emulators are broken. It's, it's, they're all bright red. That means error. It means I can't play them. I want a copy of A Great Day at the Races, the sad Mickey Rooney horse racing game. Oh, we got to find it. Got to do an episode on it. Another day, oh. another dollar lost. <laughs> Guess I'll have to steal my booze today. <laughs> There's many games where you like root around for like tickets on the ground of like maybe someone dropped a winning and didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm little. Maybe I can pose as a child and try, try to appeal to somebody's sympathies to buy me my first beer. If I lose, I can pose as a jockey and steal one of these horses and sell them on the black market. I bet I could. I bet I could beat a horse. <laughs> I bet I could outrace a horse. <laughs> Ray, run me in the race. I'm I'm at the end of my stuff, pretty much. There's yeah. the best game award, Mortal Kombat wins, and yeah. Leslie Nielsen says, Whoopee! <laughs> <laughs> I really like that juxtaposition. Before I play the last clip, is there anything else in this a shockingly uh, long episode? I, my I, phone's died. I don't know what my notes say. I have a couple. I, I forgot. I don't. I, I, I think, think that's out. for I the think That's good, the universe right? editing it for you. Uh, the kid won. The kid won SimCity. Oh, you're right. The kid oh, right. gets to be the mayor of, of Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara for 24 hours thrown into anarchy. It became a purge situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. As we know, Santa Barbara had to get... Yeah, Santa Barbara was a lawless city for two years. They had to <laughs> chase out all the 10-year-old no-goodniks let in by the smartest kid in America. Yeah. yeah. Smartest alecist kid in America, I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, they... Yeah, they cleaned it up. They firebombed parts of the town and the uh, ultimately, the awards ended, and they ended uh, with this. Now, if you're a cybermaniac like me, I bet you had a blast. <laughs> if you're a cybermaniac like me. And if you've never heard of a CD-ROM before the show, it's pretty exciting. I know I can't wait to get home. <laughs> grab a hold of my... I can't wait to get home and grab a hold of my joystick and boot up the hard drive. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Ends with a joke where Leslie Nielsen standing next to Jonathan Taylor Thomas says, I'm going home to jerk off. <laughs> yes, Wild. Jonathan, let's all grab our joysticks and give them a good crack. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs>
That's all. Oh, that's wow. all. I mean, I would make an effort to like have some last bit in this episode, but this is fucking crazy. I had it's no crazy. idea this would yeah. go for so long. Robert Denby, you gave us quite a gift. God bless um, you. Yeah. This is, you gave us everything we wanted in one two-hour package. Listeners, you must go w- watch this uh, as it aired on TBS, the Superstation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's incredible, honestly. This is. Think about how many Academy Awards you have watched all of yeah. the night of and been bored to tears. Yeah. This this is better than well, I'll just say it, it's better than any Oscars, right? Isn't it? I guess it yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. So it's maybe like the best of the best Billy Crystal era where everything everybody was on fire and, and they were tossed and Valanche. But they, they think about this. We love this so much and they didn't even need Valanche. They didn't even get Bruce. I was hoping his name was in there, but his name is not in the credits and they didn't even need him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how much fucking cyber firepower they have whoever's alive in the credits on this should do the next oscars yes <laughs> give it to well there was one name i don't know if he's alive or dead but when i looked him up he was his it was the first name that comes up one of his other credits is like a leslie nielsen golf video oh i saw that he's trying yeah. to get on the get in on the dwarf trend and he seemed to have been born in the 1930s so <laughs> i don't know if that's who if he's still alive i don't know if that's who you give the oscars to All right well um but hmm. uh cope died 13 years ago <laughs> who else had a golf video didn't uh, uh th- you can't ask this question question now <laughs> tim conway had a series of directed uh, vhs golf videos i believe that yeah, dorf i just said it oh, yes. is that the same oh, one I'm thinking yes, of? yes tim conway oh, i'm sorry uh-huh. how embarrassing i will cut that out fucking, <laughs> fucking idiot Didn't i am tim, yeah Fuck. he did and it was called oh. dorf dude i guess what? oh i thought you meant steven dorf had a series of golf videos <laughs> on VHS. Too. another big area that opened up funny instructional videos uh the cd-rom era should have lasted longer why didn't it go longer this thing is incredible. We must preserve Cybermania 94 yeah. as a time capsule of what mattered. Not if we needed to represent just the ni- the 90s, but also how about the entire century? The entire 20th century. Yeah. I say flush it all down the toilet the way fucking <laughs> Zaslav wants. And the mm. only thing that should remain is Cybermania 94. There, I yeah, said it. I think you're right. And when the alien, well, I should, shouldn't say when the aliens come. They're already here, as we've been seeing in the headlines. They, are the aliens helping the orcas? Is that is that? what's happening oh yeah maybe or the mm. orcas are the aliens oh yeah mm. they have been the whole time that's right wow just you laying know, in wake i know one thing that'll tell us that aliens have actually infiltrated society already it's called disney marvel's secret invasion <laughs> <laughs> i'm hitting stop on the recorder oh okay, okay. Nice. club three i don't need to do anything you know what doing. All right, a long episode bye yes forever dog this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.